Good morning. Good morning. How's your election? Is everybody having a good election? This is the not politics episode. <clears throat> and I'm going to try to convey there's not much left to add to the canon of wisdom and progress to humanity. Although that's the case it's always been because once you have an established canon of work and wisdom and guidance, that that's the lion's share. And most people don't follow that wisdom or guidance or, or uh, <clears throat> thought anyway. And that's why we have failure and collapses and, and cycles and all that. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to, for you guys, so my beloved listeners, I'm going to make it so that you guys have a better life, right? The people say, Oh, you could do election coverage like Clinic Cap. Oh my God, you make so much money. No, 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 you don't understand. Nothing we do matters. Did you vote? Did you make some, even make some commentary? Did you uh, try to convince some people otherwise? Okay. Well, then you've done all you can. Okay. Because now it's out of your control. And I was kind of, <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to stay up and watch this. I, I remember, let's go back four years ago, shall we? This is not to besmirch any of these guys. Not a single one. I like them. Some of them I love like brothers. Okay. It's not to pick on these people. Just to show you an example. Beckloff, was it Arini and maybe Forney and Kevin and all those guys did the election night coverage. And no doubt they weren't the only ones. And they had everyone coming in. And, and, and in, in the grand scheme of, of how elections went, that was one to stay up for. Okay. But are they doing that now? Are they that excited? And and what I want to point out is how many hours did they waste analyzing something, fun as they might have had, <clears throat> entertaining as it might have provided for other people, that didn't have an effect on the election? And now and I remember one of them, uh, not the one you're thinking, one of them had to, he got burned out on politics. It started to cause the stress, the this uh, delusion that you control it or you somehow – have control over where an election goes beyond your voting or your influencing and, and talking to individual people. Um, the stress just took this guy out. He like had suffered legit. Now I wouldn't say mental illness, but he, he definitely hurt himself. And there was a cost associated with obsessing over these politics. And the reason aside from the fatism or the stoicism that you don't control it, I just don't want to be pissed off. It's also a waste of time. And I think it became very clear to me, not that I already didn't know this, but it became even more just crystal clear. 2020 vision. Well, that's good coffee. I'm going to have to heat that up a little bit more. Is um, I was at the gym and Fox News, which I would politically align with, I guess. <clears throat> Trump, Biden. Oh, the 2020. And I realize it's no different than professional wrestling, guys. It's it's no different than sports ball analysis. It's no there's three groups of people who don't know jack fuck all shit about what they're talking about. But they consume so many people's time, so much people's time. And we're talking smart people too. Logically, it makes sense. You care about the future of the nation. I get that. I care about democracy, freedom, but it, it it's no longer about a uh, 
Oh, who's a very wise uh, Walter E. Williams? Well, Walter E. Williams kind of funny and goofy. Uh, Thomas Sowell. It's not this stoic analysis, this critical, uh, precise analysis of of economics and politics. It's it's the inner. It's a it's a soap opera. It's drama. It's theater. It's bullshit, guys. And so when you look at these three things, okay, one is analyze the stock market. This much I figured out when I was working security long ago where I would watch the markets open because I do the overnight shift. And so I'd see the uh, the Asian markets were open. we see what's going on. Then it make to Middle East and, and Europe. And then the U.S. would have pre-market open. And after, you know, about two years working that, that overnight shift, I realized these guys don't know Jack. They are the talking heads. And it's not that they're providing you Actual critical analysis, the real power brokers, the real decision makers, the real data has long ago been digested by people way up higher on the food chain than these than these uh, financial analysts or MSNBC or CNBC and and power talk and and uh, the pre bell and all these other dopey bullshit uh, uh, shows that those guys have made that. But here they are. Well, you see, figures were released by the Federal Reserve last night. Well, I guess it's too late for you because the money's been already played. Why the fuck are you talking to me about? Oh, let's get the CEO of Krispy Kreme on here again. Oh, look, but Maria Bartiromo, I'd like to fuck her. It, it didn't. It was bullshit. Number two, sports. I think we all understand that. These dipshit gaping morons. <laughs> They're not even playing the sport. They're not even. Look at the analogy. And I think we kind of, the politics is no different, guys. It's no different. And I kind of really saw it where they're making money. This is like, this isn't even the Super Bowl for the news outlets. This is the, the Olympics because it comes once every four years or every two, which you also have elections every two years. Johnson, Filbertson, in the ring. Fox. Oh, we have our analyst. Oh, really, Wolf Blitzer? Hey, go get some more fucking hair, yo. You wear your glasses. Really, Wolf? You're going to tell me? Oh, CNN's predicting. Oh, we're calling. Oh, good. Hey, call this. All right, call that. Why would you guys waste your time, let alone your energy or investment on something? I mean, I guess maybe ultimately... <clears throat> It's 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 the final and ultimate test if you could be a stoic, where this outcome will no doubt have an effect on you at state, local, and, and uh, federal level. But since you don't control it, why not be like me and chill the fuck out and not care? Like even Juan, the uh, Aztec patriarch, by the way, fucking love that. <laughs> fucking Juan. Uh, he's like, Cappy, you should do an election night. No. No, I, I'm already angry and pissed off enough at the world. I'm slowly making around the dark side of the mood, coming out of like, hey, I got a plan. I have agency. I took command of my life. I assessed critically what was happening in the world and was not dumb enough to be a Democrat. Like, I have hope for change. Sure, hope. hopefully the economy turns around. Fucking dumbass suburbanite soccer moms. Send their daughters off to the most worthless fucking bullshit schools. Then the the daughters come back at the age of 24, still living at home. She's just finding herself. Hopefully she finds her way. That's not that I agree with them. Um, 
but the great one of which if you're going to go to sinlibsocial.com, be prepared for some pretty bigoted racist discriminatory shit, by the way. <clears throat> Hope is not, what was it? Hope is not a process. That's what he says. Great quote. Hope is not a process. Hope is throwing your, uh, your, your, uh, your, your agency, your control and your power to other people. Hope is I'm too lazy to do anything about it myself. So I'm going to cast it and then hope somebody, not me do something to quote, uh, turd monkey. And so what I'm saying is, okay, go ahead, do your vote, make your comments and posts, talk to friends, try and do your social media, whatever you want to do. Okay, try and reach an olive branch. Trying to, I've written books, I've written a blog, I've tried to. I, I say it's a pointless and wasteful endeavor unless you're making money on it. But in the end of the day, you vote and then you go home. And then, and then you're just like, okay, what am I going to do in response to how the rest of my fellow Americans decide what rules we're going to play by? What are the new rules? I mean, I, you guys know this. I occasionally get a, a request from somebody. <clears throat> so it says, hey, Cappy, I'm a, I'm a conservative or libertarian, not leftist. I'm a not leftist person, okay? And I'm going into government work. Or another one, I'm, I'm a not leftist black dude. And uh, I have the opportunity to get, you know, uh, easy government gig, take affirmative action, but I feel guilty because it goes against my principles. I'm like, did you vote Republican? Or did you at least vote libertarian or not Democrat? But then the majority, the mob forced these rules on you. Okay, well, play by the rules. Take the freaking money. You did the moral thing. Don't, but I'm trying to get you guys to the point you don't even worry or waste your time about this moral quandary and be tortured and talk. What them the rules? All right. I'm not joking. If I were to stay in the United States, like if, if I wasn't pretty sure or confident and never I'd have like a plan B outside the United States, I'd be switching my birth certificate over to female. I would. Well, yep, I am female. Give me the advantages. Those are the rules. These are the rules. We favor women. They get preferential treatment. Guess I'm a woman now. And you are transphobic, you bigoted rat bastard, for daring to say I'm not. <clears throat> And so that's that's why I don't I don't care. I woke fucking woke up. Sure enough, <laughs> we don't have a fucking president. <laughs> of course you fuckwits. Of course you don't. Are you going to have both mail-in ballots and then absentee ballots and voting and, and voting by smoke signals and then well we're going to have the dick swinging contest to determine there's all these different ways we got made. It's like, wow, you guys came and run a fucking election, huh? It's like ah, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done. <clears throat> and so that's why uh, this good morning, Corona Chan, the great and merciful. We're going to focus on the good things. Uh, let's get through some of these super chats real quick. Juan Navarro for five bucks. I just spent several hours in modern life dating election stream, and now I'm depressed and pissed off. Should have skipped that and come here. What's wrong with why? Because people, okay, let me guess one. You are shocked that there are that many men out there that do not know the 101s, like these basics. They're that lost. I'm going to guess that because that's what I was like. Mod I'll say it again. Modern Life Challenge. Hey, I got this, you know, the salt seminar. I think it's the 101 dating. And I watched it and it's very well put together. There's no doubt. I was like shocked because, you know, Modern Life John is kind of goofy. But also, and here he is. <clears throat> he gets a haircut. He dresses up. 
the presentation was good. His delivery was good. And, and even though it's like, well, I'm not learning anything new here. And I said, well, that was good, high quality, but are people really signing up? Yes. <laughs> yes. For every one of us listening to this show, there are a thousand dumbass motherfuckers raised by single moms that don't know to put on deodorant, Juan. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's what you saw. We're like, this can't be. It can't be this bad. There can't be this many fat guys asking, why can't I get the girls? Yes, Juan, it can't be that bad. And this is why I have no problems with what, you know, what a Donovan or uh, a Modern Life John or these guys, when they put out something that's one-on-one to us, keep, you know, we're at the doctoral level. You know, we, we, we just went up, <clears throat> whatever. We have a doctorate red pill philosophy, if you want to consider it that. And here we are. Oh, can you imagine people are taking what's a general ed that people got to take? Psychology 101. Can you believe there's 700 people in the psychology 101 class? Yeah. Cuz that's 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 your those are your prereqs. Everyone's got to take that. We've just just been at it for so long you forget there's this entire world out there of normies, conformies and inferiors, not to mention completely bred. Thank God. And thank God there is a bunch of Armies, thank God, 97, 95% of the population has been brainwashed and lied to because if they weren't, asshole consulting wouldn't have no clients. Without crime, cops wouldn't be employed. Without disease, doctors wouldn't be employed. Without single moms, feminism, ballless, spineless, uh, present but absent fathers, deadbeat dads, and the destruction of the nuclear... If that wouldn't exist, I wouldn't have a job. I'd have to work a real job. Jesus Christ, we don't want that. <laughs> the irony that I, that's what I wanted at one time. Tried my hardest to get it, and then this kind of just accidentally, I fall into this. So I'm kind of curious, Juan, what you saw. I'm, I'm just guessing I could be wrong. Juan, uh, three bucks. Wish my motorcycle wasn't broken down. The, oh, you bought a Harley Davidson, did you, Juan? Oh. <laughs> and that is the evil laugh. I'm laughing at Juan. I'm not laughing with Juan. I'm laughing at Juan. You got a Harley Davidson, did you, Juan? Huh? Well, how's that working? <laughs> Hartley, I'll explain this to you again. This is going to be a bypass. By the way, this is going to be a shit show. I'm just going to be cleaning up everything. <clears throat> In the world of motorcycles, Harley Davidson is the beautiful blonde with big tits American. Okay? That's what everybody thinks they want. And it's expensive, and it breaks down, and it nags you, and it's expensive, and and it's really pretty. And you know, when it runs, it is a royal pain in the ass. Like when you go out, everyone's like, "Nice bike." Oh, something. And then, like like a Harley, it will break down and give you pain and agony. The Honda or any Japanese one, but I really like my Hondas. Um, reliable. Pretty easy to work on. She may not be a 10. She may not even be a 9. Matter of fact, I have, have very average-looking motorcycles. But when I turn the key, they go on. And when I got to do some basic maintenance, it's pretty easy to work on them. Harley, oh, you got to remove the panels. You need a special thing, you know, because Americans, like, they decide to be German and over-engineer shit. Bring it in. Well, I remember a buddy of mine, he had it where it was a plug-in diagnostic and he had to download software or something. He went, okay, start revving up. Oh, look at all the numbers in it. Uh, yeah, are the carbs clean? Does it go vroom? Does it go straight? Shiny side up? 
Okay, there we go. I, I'm sorry, Juan. But... <clears throat> Miguel, Miguel Angel Casillas. But we got a lot of, I don't know, the Latino brigade here today. Atlas Shrug, watch money. Money's society's virtue is coming to fruition. It's not a matter of if, but a matter of when, as Rome, the USA shall fall. Yep. yep. I got my silver and all that. I just, I'm trying to stay on top of the super chats so I don't miss any. <clears throat> I may have to go into the files and find anything we missed. Uh, Robert Forrester, three bucks. COVID-19 was crucial to make things this close. I I guess. I don't know. I mean, like the disease had an effect on the on the election. Judd Grover, Modern Life, uh, John is still streaming from over 12 hours ago. Oh, he's doing election cover. Yeah, see? Again, I'm not faulting Modern Life, John. He could he, go ahead and do that, and it very everyone's interested in it. But at the end of the day, him and everyone else who tuned in for 12 hours wasted 12 hours of their life. It's a lot like psychology or, or going in for therapy. Well, how do you feel about that? Well, it happened. It's out of your control. I guess, you know, you, you kind of move on. It is what it is. I'm just trying to give you guys a little bit of an advance, just a little bit of a head, you know, a head start. Save a little bit more time. Like, imagine if you didn't, <clears throat> if you turned out sport, turned off sports, you turned off the CNBC financial analysis show. Like, you just, your entire investing, you know, investing is difficult. Investing is hard. It's complicated. I don't understand. Hey, just throw it into a robo advisor. Here's my money, a target date fund, right? Financial packages, products, instruments. There are financial products that have been created by Vanguard, <clears throat> by Fidelity, by whoever else. Automatically takes it out of your account, throws it into a not only a diversified portfolio based on your age, but that portfolio changes for your age. Target date funds or robo-advisors or indexed investing or ETFs. It's all automated. You don't need to go to school for finance no more. You don't need to listen to financial advisor. You just here it is thrown in this index five. Oh my god, it went down. Yeah, that'll happen. But how much time do you save? Throw it in, it's automatically invested. You're done. Right? You don't have to spend hours and days and lives. Oh god, I remember back in the aughts when online trading finally became a thing, online stock brokerages, investment clubs. Yeah. <clears throat> and then all these investment clubs. And I would do seminars from I come in and teach them how to read balance sheets and financial and income statements and cash flow statements, calculate ratios. And then and it, it, it wasn't inevitably, and it wasn't most of them. They're about a third. And yes, it was women. Well, we just really kind of use it for a social gathering. Well, then why the fuck did you bring me here, sugar tits? What the fuck? You waste, not only you waste my, well, you didn't waste my time, but you waste your money. Oh, can you teach us how to invest? Sure, yeah, no, I'm more than happy to do that. And they pay me handsomely. I'm like, here's an income statement. And like literally have me like halfway, hey, well, we're really just more of a social club. What the fuck? Why did you, why? Why am I here? Well, fuck, ladies, yeah. Okay, invest in Krispy Kreme. Invest in what the shiny bobbly object is. Maria Bartiromo talked about that day. Go, fine, do it. But all this time and effort, and, and, and no, it's done. It's simplified. Sports ball, kick that cancer right out of your life. Just, just kick that out. And politics, same thing. How many of you on this? I mean, you're on Facebook or social media. How much of that is all the analysis? All politics. Get it out. 
Now. All right, I think we are caught up. Oh no, no, we're not. <clears throat> Alex Bogey. Five bucks, Cappy. I doubted your V-shaped recovery prediction. Very nice. I no, I I made a mistake, Alex. I assumed Democrat. I assumed people wanted to get out of the recession. I didn't know that the Democrat governors would like lock down their economies for nine fucking months. I thought it was going to be two weeks. Okay, flatten the curve, and then we're back. Nope, nope. I I didn't factor in Miss Bitchy Face, uh, Stabby Quanta, haha. What's her name? The Michigan governor. I I didn't. I did not account for the Karens. I did not account for the Governor Karens of the world. So yeah, now it's it's going to be this long. But I don't care. Why? Because I don't control it. See, I don't control it. I don't. It also helps in a weird effed up sense that it's helped my business. Business. <laughs> even I don't even, it's a business. All these girls are on the fans only. I'm in a business. Shut the fuck up. If, if that's a business, then I'm like the S&P. I'm like the Fortune 5. I'm in the Fortune 50 then, okay? If your little rink-a-dink show your boobies on the internet is a business or your multi-level marketing thing is a business, then I am fucking General Motors. I am fucking Goldman Sachs. I am fucking one of the fang companies. Uh, yeah, but I was wrong on that one. Are we caught up? Good. All right. Um. What do we got? So this is going to be the colon episode uh, where I got to clean up. I got all these notes up here. We're going to clean it up. Uh, Indians and hats. I want to <clears throat> ask about Indians and hats. And we don't have, interestingly enough, we have not heard. I have not heard from any American Indians. I'm sure we probably do have some tuners inners who are American Indian, but I've never heard from them. We, of course, hear from uh, black dudes, Hispanic dudes. Asian dudes, East Indian dudes, Muslim dudes, even, and some dudettes. But I have been around, and I have one question uh, about from the Indians. Did the Indians wear hats? And you may think that what? Hi, oh, Cappy. No, I have a real. It's. It, I was thinking about this because we got this hat right. This is now the most advanced evolution of hat is the baseball cap. There's been other fashionable, you know, the fedora. Uh, you know, the kind of East Coast mugger hat. Uh, it's I don't know what it's called. It's kind of uh, poofy in the back and it tapers off to a brim in the front and people put up. And you're like, hey, bibbity bobbity bobbity boo. Oh, let's go to New Jersey and like smoke some tailpipe. Hey, you know, that kind of <clears throat> exclusively East Coast. You got your pin hats. All right. I, I, it's all fashion. But I was thinking, like, okay, cowboy hats. And the ridiculous, pi not the pirate hat, but the Commodore hat. Like, what the hell? But it had a function. Cowboy hats kept rain out, kept sun out. This hat keeps the sun out. <clears throat> oh, what else? So you take it outside of hat. The hats, hats serve predominantly the function of getting the sun out of your eyes. Well, the American Indians, well, in the South American Indians, all, all the Native American types, they didn't have no hats. As five, they had the band, had a feather. The chief had feathers. But I don't remember, like, wouldn't they, even the Vietnamese or Asians, um, the, the Charlie, the Viet Cong, <clears throat> they have the straw hat, Japanese samurai, straw hat. 
you know, and then they put it over the brim. So you can only see from here down like, oh, that guy's got bad motherfucking uh, eyes, man. Oh, he's going to slice shit up. Some samurai shampoo right here. Larger point, pretty much every other culture had hats except the American Indians. And they're out in the field the entire time, hunting buffalo, antelope. Um, you know, they're out, out in the weathering the elements. I was wondering why did they ever have hats? You know, like, how come every time we weren't there? It's been long ago. But I would imagine there must have been hats or something like a brim or something. So I just want to know if Indians had hats. That's all. Uh, let's get to some fan mail. I had to abandon this email to get right. Uh, Bill writes, Aaron, by the way, I've been a minimalist for years now, varying degrees over time. I love it. It's a great way to live. I'm the first and maybe only person in my family who has some FU money. I think a lot, minimal drama, and I own a decent amount of my time. I rent a 600-square-foot apartment in a low-quality part of town. I own one car, no TV. I am that TV I'm also thinking about. Um, I have expended, one of the rare expenditures of, of expenditures I've ever had, <clears throat> is buying furniture. I went to Ikea because I'm cheap. I'm not rich. Uh, but I did get a... Uh, it's called a sectional. And the only real reason I got that is because I'm looking at my my house. And keep in mind, I've really never lived in anything more than 600 square feet since I left my, my parents' home in 1993. So I don't have a lot. Even this couch isn't mine. Uh, so I've got this. It's not that big of a house. It's going to be with the upstairs and downstairs about 2,800 square feet which is kind of a small house by most modern day standards. But for me, it's huge. And I got a lot of space now where I'm like, well, what am I going to put here? And so I've, I've allowed myself to buy a, uh, this black late fifties, early sixties, um, sectional big thing with a Shea lounge. Uh, but this is all cheap and it's going to go, with my house and the, and the design. And it's kind of be like the centerpiece where everyone kind of sits, you know, even though no one visits me. Uh, and then there'll be the fireplace. And the main point is I have like some, a fair amount of windows. I got like this window bay. I just want to look out and look over the, <clears throat> the rolling Hills. And, uh, after I bought the, the arrangement, whatever you want to call it, and I'm looking at the floor plan of my house, I'm kind of like, well, where am I going to put the TV? Because the fireplace is here. There's windows there. I guess we could get a stand, but it's all going to fail. I want to, and the, and the paradox I face is, wow, I want to, the main thing is I want to look out and have a view. That's my main thing. I want to smoke my cigars. I want to sit and be like Thanos after he snapped away half the assholes of the universe. And he just sits there and chills out in his tent. I really don't even care that much about the TV, but every once in a while, you know, you want to play a video game or something. And then it dawned on me, wait a minute. I got an LCD projector I used to use when I used to do seminars, teaching ladies how to do financial statement analysis, even though they didn't want to. It was social. <clears throat> and I figured what I could do is I could put a drop-down screen above the, um, the windows, which would kind of more or less be the center focal point of the house, have it just hit the button, it goes like that, and then I'd be at the real James Bond. Then I'd feel like Goldfinger. Good evening, gentlemen. Shot rockets at the moon. We have had success in every every endeavor, except crime. 
Never mind. No, you guys. <clears throat> if you're TJ Martinell, you're wrong thinking Goldfinger was not the best movie. And the great one himself as well. And so I had to you know, hit the button. And I hit the LCD projector. Boom! Can play my video games, watch the occasional little bit of internet that I want to watch. Then when I'm done, hit the button. Oh, hey, look, the trees. And so um, I had to go. <clears throat> I don't even know if I'll get the TV. I mean, we got a TV back there, so that might just go in the bedroom or something. I don't know. But I couldn't fit that in. I couldn't figure out where would that go. And I figured it out. Now I'm very happy. Uh, I want to change careers and move in long term. Also, I noticed women don't care for my lifestyle that much. It works for me now, though, Bill. Well, thank you, Bill. Yeah, women, women are not. I, I don't even think minimalists come up on women's radar. Like when you go out in public, do you notice the fat chicks? Do you even notice the ugly chicks? Unless they're particularly ugly, ugly or hideous, where like they're statistically, you'd be amazed how many people fall into the background or just background noise because they're not either good looking or that you don't even come up on the radar. Like unless you're peacocking it and flashing your cash and dude growing it up, girls, they are not going to pick up on you. And that's good. Run silent and run deep. You hide your power level. You do not let women know if you have money. You just go out there and you, you use your used car. It's so weird. There's like this silent. It's not necessarily capital flight, but it's because cap. Let me explain what capital flight is. Capital flight is just uh, a country like the United States becomes increasingly socialist and wanting to take your wealth. And it drives wealth or capital or money out of the country. And that's bad because if there's no capital going into the country, people aren't investing in new businesses and new technologies. It limits your future economic growth, it limits pro uh, economic production, <clears throat> lowers unemployment. Or, I'm sorry, it lowers employment, increases unemployment. It's just amazing. You hate and tax and steal from the producers, and then you wonder why economic growth is slowing. Anyway, uh, but a perfect example of this would be uh, when Castro took over, I think it was Bacardi Rum was based in Cuba. And they took over all the facilities that Bacardi had, but Bacardi still had the technology and they also had some other plants. And, and this also happened to a lot of cigar manufacturers as well. Well, they just, I think they went to Bermuda. Was it the Bahamas? Uh, wherever Bacardi is now based, they just moved their company and uh, they moved all their capital assets, like the financial assets, what they could, whatever physical assets they moved. But more importantly, they moved their intellectual capital, <clears throat> uh, meaning the brain power. The, the chemists who knew how to make really good rum or the whatever you would call a rum connoisseur, a beer meister, I guess. I'm sure there's an equivalent for spirits. Uh, that knowledge uh, is intellectual flight or people call it brain drain. You know, where it's like, <clears throat> we're out of Silicon Valley. We're leaving. Well, we need, the, we, we need the smart people. Well, stop treating them like shit. And maybe lower their taxes a little bit. But the but the socialists and the parasites and the people that shit in the streets. Oh, you want all these hardworking men and women who busted their ass off to become software engineers to pay more in taxes so the people who shit in the streets and leave needles laying around and spread disease so that they can live off of them. Oh, okay. And then you could see where there's brain drain. This is a variant of that. This is something different where... It, it, it cannot be emphasized enough where now two generations of fathers have been divorced and little boys have seen it. And now little boys are now 
old men or older men or <clears throat> not so old men seeing women divorce their buddies, maybe in themselves. And now these guys, it's not like capital flight, but it's like capital masking. You're just hiding your money. You're not letting anyone know you got it. I know several guys. Girls would never figure out in a million here. These guys are a millionaires next door. Never. Like one guy, he's just this quiet IT guy, drives crappy cars, gets all of his clothes from Goodwill, uh, and not a girl would give him the time. I've known him. I, I know the last girl he, quote, dated. It wasn't even dated. It was just banging her. Um, That was almost 20 years ago. And he's just like, and a girl, a girl wouldn't even, like I said, wouldn't even come up on the radar. Cause he's not like, look at me. Oh my God. I'm going to party. I'm going to leave my Mercedes keychain up here over at the Redstone bar where all the boomer women like, Oh my God, he's got a Mercedes. Can I suck your penis? That it just there. And there's more and more of you. And especially now that I think about it as <clears throat> I roughly ever so roughly each generation has its own economic revolution, the industrial revolution, the information technology, the computer revolution, now what, the internet revolution. So what's really interesting is given our, our latest revolution, which would be the internet revolution, the type of guys who pursue that are already somewhat introverted and are not going to flash their money. <laughs> and they just kind of, they won't even go out. Remember the days in the 80s and the 90s, maybe the odds even for, for some of you, you'd go out to nightclubs and like, man, this is a sausage fest. Man, this is a sausage party. Where are all the girls? There would be this <clears throat> critical mass. It was like dark matter. You're like, we know it's there. All the other uh, variables in the universe and are, are acting as if there's something there, but we don't see anything there. But by the laws of physics, we know something's there. And there was like this dark matter or this missing black hole, this missing amount of mass of women where you'd go out like, where are all the girls? There'd be like, even Roosh did this. He'd, he'd go to a nightclub, he'd take a picture, and he'd put <clears throat> blue dots over guys' faces and red dots over women's faces. It'd be three to one, four to one, five to one in some cases. There was always these girls missing. I think the same thing is happening now, especially with the gals. You know, can't find no man. <sighs> Good men gone, where are they? Uh, the common lamentations that women have about where have all the good men gone? <laughs> they're hiding. <laughs> they're they're probably they're hiding in plain sight. That nerdy IT guy that you're like all weirded out with, like ooh, I, grossy poo. I hope he doesn't talk to me. I'm gonna go straight to Karen in HR if he says I I I. You know, by God, I know someone this happened to. I can't mention what it was. He merely it wasn't even he wasn't even a social car a call. A colleague of mine had an excess amount of stuff. He went to female colleague of his at work saying, Would you like excess amount of stuff? Because otherwise I'm going to throw away excess amount of stuff. Said female then went to HR da 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 saying it, she made it made her made her feel uncomfortable. Wasn't anything wrong. Didn't, uh, but that, that was enough. Like, what's like, no, here's some business, here's some business resources that we're either going to get rid of. <clears throat> Do you want it? Nope. That, some, that was, and she didn't realize this guy makes like 150,000 a year has a house paid off. <laughs> Gross. No, I don't want any of your business resources. Ooh, freaky. 
just run silent, run deep. And and going forward, gentlemen and ladies, those of you who are strong enough to listen to, to my bullshit, um, you may want to actually consider actual capital flight. I don't care who gets elected. I, I really don't. Um, Trump, by the way, if you didn't know, printed off like, I don't know, $3 trillion or more money, which is a tax, but I'm not going to bother into that. <clears throat> and it's not even the politics or the economics that gets me. It's the average quality and caliber of your average human being right now. I mean, I saw a woman flip her fucking lid. I can't say where or why. I'll talk about it later. But she was delusional, completely dysfunctional. I mean, you're classical overweight feminist, Karen. And I'm thinking like, you're in your 30s, man. Like, look, okay. <clears throat> Pot calling the kettle black. Has old Captain Bat a thousand? No. Have I pissed off, made horrific uh, social faux pas and, 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 Said things I shouldn't have said. Absolutely. Uh, you know, am I, am, well, I'm not so much, I mean, almost gotten fights as of until five years ago. Um, so I, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm looking at the gal's like, are you discriminating against me? It's like, you know, maybe you're just a bitch. Did that occur to you? It's not discrimination. Maybe you're just not nice and people don't like you personally. And um, you see that, and you're kind of like, get that out. Anyway, so that's what I'm more worried about is the cellular unit of society, meaning your average human is not going to be able to function. Again, the Wyoming three. You cannot go to Wyoming and get your order right at any restaurant, fast food or not, <clears throat> without them making a mistake twice, necessitating you restate yourself three times. And that's going to spread. Okay, because people are going to get dumber and less functional. You actually have people who work fast food who have children thinking it's unfair that they're only paid $12 an hour. When it's like, well, how about you didn't have the kids in the first place? And what did you do to do beyond fast food? <clears throat> That's what I'm more worried about, where someone can't pump my fucking gas, which already happened in Oregon, because you can't pump your gas in Oregon because everyone in Oregon is a bunch of white fucking self-loathing pussies. I need an expert. I'm going to protest. I'm going to protest thing. I majored in social justice. I don't know how to pump gas. She couldn't even pump my gas. I was out there automatically going to go pump my own gas. No, 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 no. What? What? <clears throat> like, was I putting diesel in? What? And so she's, no, I have to. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, Oregon. And she couldn't do it. Why? Was it she a Democrat or Republican? No, she's a fucking idiot. That's what I'm more worried about. When we have morons building, you know, when, when that girl goes and gets her affirmative action degree in civil engineering and she gets the project, she's like, hey, they're drawing crayon drawings. Like, I want the bridge to look like this. And then I'm, I got to drive over that bridge with a truck full of concrete. Uh, no. That's what I'm worried about. <clears throat> and so I could see you men. I'm kind of like, get my money out of here. But for you ladies too, I, I'd be... What? You're angry Russian engineers who are very thorough and precise and you make MiG-29 fulcrums? I think I'm going to go over there. I think, I think I'm going to go over here and see how you guys are doing. God, my life, John, went 12 hours, really? Just bear with me. I want to make sure I'm not missing any super chats. So I don't have to go. I am going to have to go do like a miss super chats uh, 
thing. I know I'm going to. Uh, did I catch up on everything? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Rob Flores for two bucks. Nice dark and curtains are a must for projectors. Yeah, maybe <clears throat> that may even be the curtain. The curtains may be the projector. See, I save money on curtains. Lord, I save money. Uh, <clears throat> lowers down. I just plan on giving a bunch of Goldfinger speeches in my house. <clears throat> and then they will take over. Pennington County. Ha, 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 ha. Play James Bond music the entire time. Wear silky robes. John Walt Navarro, uh, nine bu uh, five, two bucks. We call them moonshiners here in Tennessee. What, the entrepreneurs? Uh, Miguel Angel can see us five bucks. It's not a chase lounge, Cappy. It's a fainting couch. <laughs> you don't have to lie to us. We like you anyways. Also, get... A Ames lounge chair in Ottoman. What's an Ames? Let's look this up. Ames lounge chair. What's an Ames lounge? That doesn't look bad. Um, I'm gonna get one of those. Yeah, that's kind of the chair I'm gonna get uh for um for my office. Cause like right now I just got this. I literally think we got it from a church. It's just some I haven't paid for, I've never bought furniture, by the way. I've never bought furniture in my life, if you were wondering. <clears throat> Always got it for free. I, maybe I have bought like a, a rack or something like that, but I've never like bought a couch or a sofa or a bed. I've always had hand-me-downs or gotten it for free. Um, But yeah, that kind of lean back. Because just wait till you see my office when I have it all set up, my recording studio. It is going to be, it's not going to be this loud ass shit mess back here. This is really just storage. I'm going to have, it's not going to be a Donovan sharp or even Rolo, but it's going to, it's going to be this nice, relaxed bachelor pad kind of, Oh, hello. Welcome to bachelor pad theater. And it's going to be having great audio and above all else, it's not going to be a fucking woman in sight. Not one woman is going to set a fucking toenail in there. It's gonna have like a locked door, and it, and then when and I am I'm gonna get an on air. Like when I close the door, even if I'm not on air, it's just gonna say on air. And like people are like, can I go? No, no, you can't come in unless you are podcasting with me. No one is allowed in there. It'll just be me, and then there will be no like. Do you want this? Do you? Wonderful gal, perfectly honest. Do you want food? I literally I'm like I'm working. Oh, you're asking me a nice thing, whether I want this nice thing? Yes, I would, but I, it doesn't. You gotta have, you gotta have your own office, guys. You gotta have your. And I'm gonna have the nicest. It's gonna be soundproofed. <clears throat> there could be a war going on outside, and I will not hear a single shot. That's how soundproofed it's gonna be. It's gonna be so soundproof. I might have to worry about like, am I gonna get air in here or not? But I'll take a look at that Ames lounge chair. The competent man for five bucks. The millionaire next door is the way to go no signs of wealth no debt no risk just be able to enjoy life and do whatever you want or feel like yep yep there was a guy um now i don't know if this is true but there was a guy who had a fancy car and some kind of you know fancy personalized plate and that i said let's look into this guy and sure enough he got audited um yeah man. and being a minimalist on top of it 
you don't you don't need millions. Okay, that that's just another thing. It'd be nice to have, sure, but you really only. I mean, to fully do it, to fully do it, you need about six hundred to seven fifty. That includes having a place here, having a place overseas, <clears throat> one of which you would liquidate depending on where you'd want to retire. Um, but you, this is the biggest house I will ever live in. This is the biggest house. Well, okay, maybe my parents' house is bigger, but <clears throat> I, I will never, I have no reason to get a house bigger than a footprint of 1,400 square feet. Just no reason. Um, and it's just, I have no, I, I might get, I might get a classic car. Maybe I've changed my, I'm kind of like, you know, do I really, do I really, you know, yeah, it'd be nice, but I, I'm kind of like, you know, oh, good thing. I'll go in some good news. I'm going to get some coins though. That's, we'll get to the good news, things I'm thankful for on the great and merciful Corona Chan, because I'm going to do a little bit of a victory dance, a little bit of a victory dance. There's a group of people who say I'm wrong. No matter how many times I've proven right, <clears throat> no matter how many devastating economic crises and crashes I predict, there's always these people who not only say you're wrong, but you're an evil Nazi poopy head on top. Not unlike uh, the guy, uh, or uh, not like the guy who said, nice call on your V-shaped recovery. He is being intellectually honest and fair. I'm sure there's no, uh, he, he's not malicious. There are people that like, yeah, 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 yeah. these losers, these nobodies who like were popular in high school, maybe, and that was their peak. The armchair quarterbacks of the world. There's a little bit of a dick victory dance to do. I'm going to celebrate by buying coins I've always wanted since I was a little kid. <clears throat> but you wouldn't, you know, a coin. No one's going to know. Uh, if I had a fancy, not fancy, if I had a classic uh, uh, sports car, classic car, and it doesn't mean you're rich, all right? But I would never, like, I, I'll never buy new clothes at a fancy place. Never. I'll go to Kohl's. I'll go to Walmart. I'll go online on the internet. That's a nice shirt. No one's ever complained about my fashion. Like, I do, like, dress up. I still have suits from my banking days. I got a tuxedo that I still fit into from when I was 19 years old. You could be fashionable and go out. But you'll never see me buy the latest and flashiest bling going out to some club. You'll never see it. You'll never see it. And that other guy I know who is a millionaire next door, uh, yeah, he gets all of his clothes from Goodwill. No one. Standing right next to girls. These girls don't know. Look at him. The other, you know, some guy with hair who, you know, comes in and his dad's rented beamer. Whatever. What the you girls, it, it's it's one of the easiest, safest things you can do. And then you just even lie. You know, girls like, oh, what do you do for they're not excel? I'm an analyst. I'm a programmer. I'm a, you know, whatever. <clears throat> I'm an account manager. I'm a contractor. Oh, because they only want to hear, and this I do know, you want to talk about something. I have an agent in the field who's done an experiment. Title game. You change your title on your dating profile, boom. I was shocked when he, when he showed me the numbers. Uh, if you go from analyst or a general, certainly no less paid individual, and you put vice president, you put CEO or whatever, Boom, that title right there. It, it's so 
Stark, the effect your title has on your chances of dating and success. I was half tempted to throw it into my analysis, but I don't know how you quantify numerically a title. Um, and, and plus the model I got is pretty, pretty simple. It's like a P51 Mustang. It's simple. It does the job. It's not complex. <clears throat> but I was really kind of like, oh, title game. Title and height. Those are two things I couldn't, because what if you're ugly? You know, you can't really assess height on the internet. People lie on this. It's, it's different things. But um, the title is the other thing that they're, uh, but they want shiny package. They want shiny pony. I could write a book for you gals that are interested. Like, how do I find, I've had that question once or twice before. Where, where do I find a quality man? Where if I try some gals, where do I find the rich guys? I'm like, well, you got to find them here. But real rich guys don't piss away their money. You know, do you want a guy to piss away money on you? Well, then you go with the do bro guy, but you're not going to be rich. You know, you're going to have to pay it. You have to squirrel some money away because they, they always got some flash in the cash. They're the 28 year old real estate developer, bro. They're the real estate flipper. Y'all. Did you know bad two Canadian dollars mail-in votes favorite Joe three to round sounds made up. I don't care. Look at me. Do my dance up. I don't care. Jonathan Taylor, 10 bucks. Here you go, Cappy. Buy yourself something nice. I still need to buy How Not to Become a Millennial and Enjoy the Decline. Your book's always great to read. Well, thanks, John. I, I buy myself something nice. What do I give my 10 bucks? Oh, you know what I am going to do, John? Because <clears throat> uh, today is Cappy going to sit at the fucking cigar lounge and ride his ass off day today. I hit the gym yesterday. I'm going to go for a run. It's going to be nice and beautiful out in Minnesota today. Um, and I'm going to, I'll get a cigar with your money, John. That's what I'll do. And I'm just going to sit there. Then I'll do my pontificating. And that's how you really author. It's not even what you write. It's how you write it. You always grab some kind of tobacco product. Could be a pipe. If you're TJ Martinell, could be me a cigar or it could be Atham, you know, whatever, whatever you decide to put in your mouth. And you, you look up top right. You look up top left. I don't know what you think. You have to look up top right. And then hold it. Yeah, look a little bit more up as you blow. That's, that's the key to good authoring. I also might add, if you want to be a really good author, you should flunk out of seventh grade English and tell all your English teachers to fuck off. Because English teachers, not there's not one English teacher in the world that wrote a good book. Not one. There's not one. It's a good book. There's 99% of them never write anything that gets published. The irony. It's so sad. Like, like now hear me out on this. Think about English teachers. <clears throat> Isn't majoring in English like majoring in computer programming, but you never write a code or software or a program? Like, you go major in computer software engineering, get certified, you inevitably write something. You bang out software, a piece to a program or, or something there there's pro there's production there's produce whereas most english majors never produce anything they merely reteach which again completes the circle of why bother but how sad and damning is that of english i've always hated english teachers like with hr with an incredible passion of hatred because the the hypocrisy and how they just lord their petty fucking they're granted this little fiefdom temporarily oh and in this case over little children <clears throat> and they just they just 
beat the shit out of those kids in the lane and just destroy their minds. It's a dangling participle. Like, hey, oh, really, miss? Never going to amount to fucking anything, English teacher? Shut the fuck up. I speak English pretty damn well already right now, and I write it pretty good, too. Oh, look, a dictionary thesaurus. We can replace your dumb ass with these, like, for free. For free. It's at the library. For free. We've got the internet. <clears throat> Dictionary.com. Thesaurus.com. Bye. But the sadness, like, they, they go to school for four to six years, eight even. Do they write anything? No. When they write it, is it good? No. It's a shitty, shitty book about what themselves. Inevitably, it's all about themselves. Or why we need more money. It's either advocating parasitism and socialism or about themselves. Like, oh, wow, English majoring community. What would we do without you fucking parasites? Uh, so um, I will... Um, I will go and have a cigar. I'm kind of happy today. Even though I don't know which way the election's going to go, um, I'm kind of happy today because what I have in store for me. I would cut up on there. Um, let's close out of that. Uh, we talked about Indians and hats. I don't need to talk about Ron Perlman. Oh, fan mail. Yeah, let me get to the rest of the fan mail. Uh, I asked for uh, good news. And um, does he want me to keep him anonymous? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll let him know. Uh, this is from almost two months ago. Chris. Chris writes. Hi, Mr. Asshole. I heard you say a few times, guys, is there any good news out there? Please let me know. I just wanted to let you know I found a bit of a life hack. In 2008, I went to South Korea mostly because I had the Asian plague. I guess that means more than the Asian fever. But also, my degree would have required me to get licensed to get out of worthless territory. I've been teaching English. See, there we go. There you go. English. <laughs> I've been teaching English, science, and even physical education. I'm in pretty good shape. And for a while, had a blonde hair, had blonde hair and blue eyes, which the Asian chicks love. What do you mean you had blonde hair? What, what did you genetically change yourself or something? What are you, a redhead with brown eyes? Uh, which the Asian chicks loved. I would argue that if I went out in the streets either in Seoul or did some day game, night game in China, I would have about a 15% success rate. That's pretty good. However, I still would argue and agree that it takes about 120 unique girls and landed dates to find a quality woman. That correlates very well uh, with the numbers I'm pulling for analyzing the ROI of the pursuer. This is just yet another data point. Me and my... Uh, actuarial colleague were like, does oh, this bear out in the real world? And it's bearing out more and more. So I'm very increasingly confident in my numbers, but getting my dick wet 30 plus times is still fun. I actually enjoyed dating just for that reason. I read coach Corey Wan's book, how to be a 3% man and would use the line. Let's grab a bottle of wine and head back to my place. Also in China, the hookers are about $15 for some fun. <clears throat> if you don't live in a major city, so even the dry spells aren't very dry. Anyway, I just went through some old emails, attached the pictures of my looks and what I was picking up for your research. The woman I wound, I wound up marrying was her student body president, has big bobs, <laughs> abs, and always has been supportive and sweet. She did international marketing for a while and would always bring me back snacks from all over the world. Look at that, nice gal doing nice things for you. She also is an amazing cook and currently keeps my house clean and raises our two kids while I bring home the bacon. 
Do you think that's po- that's weird? That's different. Do you think that's possible where one person works and the other maintains the home and raises the children? You think that's possible? Boy, that's some interesting un unpioneered territory you're out in there right now. I wonder what the success rate will be. Uh, I invest about half my monthly earnings, which is about 40000 per year after taxes, and we have two paid-off apartments. Wow. It's almost like frugality works. You're saying the woman stays home, takes care of the kids, and then also makes meals every once in a while. Oh, you must have her chained and she must hate you. If there's anything else you're interested, please reach out. I've been doing this since 2009. Also, as a side note, I read both The Curse of the High IQ and Poor Richard's Retirement. My IQ is 132. All the best. And thanks for the work. Good books and fun videos. Peace, Chris. Well, thank you, Chris. Now, then he did send some pictures here. Where are they? All right, so here he is younger, obviously. Here he's goofing off. <laughs> okay, she's a cutie. You got your hand on her boob or bob. All right, here you're a little bit more mature looking. Okay, you got a nice girl there. Is that your wife? Okay, here you're younger, and this is not the same girl. This looks like you're in the Philippines or something. She's got the... How do I want to... It looks like this girl doesn't need food to survive it looks like she has survived on cocks her entire life and she's okay with it too (laughs) i think this is your wife she's very pretty uh you're a little bit older here oh look at that that is a nice picture oh you had a traditional chinese wedding this is this is okay look at that traditional nuclear family Woman's days. You think it? You think it? You think it can work? You think it's possible? That's a nice picture of you guys' wedding picture there. Oh, and here you are, all grown up with a suit on. Oh, you become an adult. I bet you your kids probably put you in your place. I bet you they. <laughs> you're like, oh god, that's good. Oh, there's the little one. Oh, look at that little bugger. Oh yeah. Okay, I I I bet you he's all running around. Look at that. Well, I'm very happy for you. I'm glad that 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 is good news. That is good. I'm going to, you know what? That goes into the book. That will go into the book. Not, don't worry. I'm not going to put your pictures or nothing in the book. Uh, Where's the book? There's the book. That's very nice. I imagine when I'm older, you know, you're going to like, what did I do? What was my legacy? And I like want to say these, you know, when I get like, dude, Cappy, you saved me from majoring in stupid shit. I'm like, I did good. Uh. And then people say, why do you have such a small house? Where's his TV? Where to go? Here's some more happy from Louise. Not Louise, Luis, Latino male name, not French female name. Hey, asshole, just want to drop you a line and thank you for the reconnaissance man book. Today I'm taking a long drive to Canyon of the Ancients on your recommendation of this book. Seneca Chief was just over at Canyons of the Ancients over in Cortez, Colorado. I'm taking an extended weekend to recon my home state. I'll be listening to your material as I drive down to Cortez from the opposite side of Colorado. Should have asked which way he was going. By the way, I really like your last two Clary originals that nonstop Dre financed. 
I also like the asshole consulting you did for me about the potential for a political red pill. By the way, what do I need to do to get Dre's list of dirty jokes that YouTube sets is you? <clears throat> um, you're gonna have to contact Dre. Dre, if you didn't know, uh, he he would I I made the point that uh, the true sign of humor, which men can only get, would be it, the true sign of humor of masculine humor is you pick on each other for traits you were born with, right? And the reason you do that. Uh, is because it's fun. You're testing the guy, see if he could take a ribbing. <clears throat> but also, it's none of his fault. Like, okay, I'm born short. Okay, so you get short jokes. Okay, short jokes, perfect example. Like, you pick on a short guy for being short. <laughs> and can he take it? And he says, dish it back, and it's funny. Uh, cultural jokes, you know, drunk Irish jokes, uh, cheap Jew jokes, that type of thing. And you should, at one time, there was a time you could exchange racial jokes, Italian jokes, black jokes, white jokes, Asian jokes, whatever. And usually the guys, then everyone grew a vagina and we all got sensitive. And then we, we went down to Florida to order truckloads of sand so we could pour it into our vaginas and be offended at every possible thing. This doesn't mean the jokes aren't funny. Like a funny joke is a funny joke, even if it is at your expense. <clears throat> And the true telltale sign is if you can laugh at your own joke. Now, Dre's got some great racial jokes, but he, he would say like, no, Dre, we can't. No, hang on now. No, just hold on. So you're going to have to contact Dre for some good jokes. I'm even half, I'm half tempted to come up with a racial joke book and publish it on Amazon to see if we can like one, like a, a beacon, not a beacon, a probe to see okay do we get freedom of speech here two are people mature enough to handle it three oh my gosh a book full of racial jokes was made and then four normal adult mature men and women like us we're like hey, that was funny <laughs> that was good another one is you get different racial jokes from different races or cultures that you may not get like for example i guarantee you east indian culture uh eastern philosophy, Eastern culture, completely different. They could tell you a joke. It could be gut-bustingly funny. I need it explained to me. Why is it funny? You say, oh, well, you guys see, we got the next polite, so we got the Sri Lankans. How many Sri, there's, look, United States and Canada, hey, you just your time, you, you just for Canadian minutes? Did you get, you know, all the, the ribbing, the Terrence and Phillips show, everything's a square between, you know, Canada and the United States. Sure, the same way it's Austria and Germany. Same thing with Sri Lanka and India. But I don't know what the jokes would be or why they're funny between Germany and Austria or Sri Lanka and India. Just this great <clears throat> compendium of all the world's racial jokes and why they're funny. And then we'd have it. And it'd be intellectual. Oh, but oh no, the white woman Karens would be offended. We can't have the offended of the white woman women's and the Karens. Heaven forbid you boys have fun. And roll around in the dirt and make poop jokes. Heaven forbid. Can you imagine how not fun the world's going to be when these soy but when when the vast majority of men are just soy boys bowing down at the altar of pussy, and we can't just I can't rib, I can't make a black man penis joke no more. Okay, we can't we can't make we can't pick on Atham no more for whatever we'd pick on him. No more gay jokes. No, it'd just be like, 
What's black and white and red all over? Uh, the newspaper. Oh, boy. Yay. Uh, put a bullet in me now. <clears throat> uh, what the hell was I talking about? No, that wasn't it. Uh, yeah, so then I said, hey, if you go out the Valley of Ancients, go through the go going through the Rauta Monument Valley and look at Mexican Hat. You'll also be going past the Grand Canyon, which is worth the drive. I'm assuming you're coming out of L.A. He says, no, he's, uh, he's coming out of Fort Collins, uh, crashing in his brother's house. Boo, 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 boo. Um, da, 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 da. <laughs> a re- female relative of his is 12 years old, and she's growing up to be a colossal kuanta. Ha, ha. I hope she's going to grow up to be really ugly. That way nobody's going to want to do. You don't even need to. If she's just an insufferable person with an insufferable personality, no one's going to want to hang out with her. Uh, Then I said, go to the Black Canyon. Did you go to... Yes. Uh, As for the... Okay. Canyon of Ancients was beautiful. I hiked that this morning, early morning. It was definitely worth the long haul that I took all the way from the opposite end of the state. As for the drive that I took up Highway 550, it was something else. I'm staying the night in Gunnison and heading back to Fort Collins tomorrow whilst driving on 550. I caught your chat with Chad. Great stuff. Next time at Red Mountain. Awesome. Cool. All right. So thank you very much, Louise. That's right. He is in Fort Collins. I gotta go. We got to go visit Louise next time I'm out. I'm confusing with a different Louise who has a very similar last name who's in L.A. That's why I thought you're coming out of L.A. Because we hate Latinos. It's like everybody loves Raymond, everyone hates Latinos, right? Is that or was that too risque of a joke, people? Was that too is did we have to go get another sand full of a truck full of sand to put in your vaginas? Hey, speaking of no good Latinos, look, Athabeth, they, with the superstar probably a poop sticker, a smiling poop. Uh, let's get through. Uh, did I get everything? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, we got that. Good, yeah, okay, we got Jonathan Taylor. We have Athens' generous donation. Jeff fought. Dang, Jeff, thanks, man. 25 bucks again. Thanks for all you do. A lot of folk need to hear the harsh truth. I'm glad you could provide it. Yeah, well, it's going to happen until I'm done. One way or another. Um... Though, again, once this analyzing the ROI for Pursuit of Women is done, which I'm going to try to get done late November, <clears throat> so you can all buy it for Christmas, um, then Operation Evil starts in 2021. Operation Evil starts. And then I'll just be telling everybody what they want to hear. Nonstop Dre, hey, there we go. There's our buddy. Nonstop Dre 360 for two bucks. What are jokes, a.k.a. hate critics, you speak of? Uh, jokes are what real men and women did <clears throat> at the expense of one another to display wit, intelligence, and maybe even care. Foreign concept, ladies. <clears throat> when I slam on Atham, or Atham slams on me, or when I'm called any one of a slew of derogatory names by the men of the masculine geeks, they don't actually want me dead. Okay? They, they, they don't actually hate me. They don't like me either. You never admit that, but they—they're—it's all right. And and white womans of America, I don't need you to step in to be offended on my sake. Okay, you don't—you're not Jesus Christ. You don't need to be Jesus Christ. Okay, 
Um, he actually died. Uh, you girls just masturbate to your feelings about how good you are caring about other people. I don't need you to be Jesus Christ for me, ladies. Okay, take your little worthless liberal arts degree and go to fuck away. <clears throat> Casa Nadio, five bucks. What will happen when the United States dollar loses its reserve currency status? I did a video on that. Um, ever so simply, um, inflation will be imported back to the United States. Um, the new country that has the dominant world reserve currency will probably go on a buying spree and buy all the assets of the productive assets of the non, uh, world reserve currency, uh, currencies. And then I forgot, I, I went through an entire analysis. Uh, look it up. There's there's like, what would happen? Look it up. It's not that long. It's within the past, uh, past month or so on my uh, on my channel. <laughs> so you can look at that, get a more uh, thorough one. Boom. All right. Um, are we caught up? Just bear with me, guys. Like I said, this is the colon episode. We're cleaning things out. No, no, no. No. I'm going to save that for later. No, no, no. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Dre sent me two articles. I'm going to get to them. Let's all take a piss break, and we'll be back. All right, DJ Aftershock was here somewhere. Yeah, there he is. DJ Aftershock, five bucks. Dude, bro, let's get some Buffalo Wild Wings with light beers over in Uptown. <laughs> Have you seen what's happened to Uptown? 
I don't mean just the riots and shit. Every fucking anchor store is gone. Like the main restaurants are gone. I don't think Williams pub is there anymore. The theater is closed that Calhoun square, whatever they're naming it. Now that it is, it's, it's like they lost their crown jewel. I wasn't a big fan of Uptown, but it had its charms. It had its, you know, then I love Filios, but that, that closed down a long time ago. Um, and there was, you know, Chino Latino, good food, much as I pick on the type of people that went there. Uh, but yep, that's all gone now. Hmm. I wonder if Governor Waltz had anything to do with that. <clears throat> oh, well. Uh, and watch sports ball analysts ponder over who threw the ball, good man. In addition to, uh, I took I took one last tour a couple of weeks ago around the University of Minnesota. Just you know, I've I've talked about it before. It's like okay, I'm never coming back. I want to see these last, you know, my training grounds where I where I where Cappy was born and forged and assembled. And uh, that seven corners area by the U of M campus on the West Bank that ain't that ain't nothing now. Sergeant Preston's is gone. It's all gone. Grandma's closed a long time ago. By the way, if you guys are wondering, <clears throat> oh, it's the COVID. Oh, it's the recession. No, shit was shutting down in the Twin Cities long ago because it sucks, right? Look, if you live in what is an Arctic environment six months out of the year, it's like the fat chick. You better have some amazing blowjob skills. And for a while, Minneapolis at St. Paul was the fat chick who was amazing at blowjobs, all right? There were some great venues. There was some culture. We had Prince, First Avenue, um, the music scene was real good. I'm not a big music guy. And I talk everything from like jazz to actual classical music, if you wanted it, to um, hardcore industrial, some great rave places. I mean, it, it's like, okay, you make it up for it. Good. There's some great. And then it's like, fuck that shit. We're going to start charging for parking. And now we're going to get all woke and political. And we're going to make it impossible for you to come down here. And then it's like, everything it's called capital flight all right see the host doesn't like parasites and if i'm swimming in a pond there's a bunch of leeches attached i will get out of the pond i will go to a pond where there are no leeches and there i just described capital flight and to a large extent minneapolis wait are you saying i don't have to pay for parking in eden prairie i'm trying to think of the most boring suburb browser like they want my business and they won't have meter maids or cops giving me parking tickets on the most obscure or, or outright fraudulent uh, parking violation. And you're going to have cops and patrol and make sure it's safe. And um, you're not going to have people burn buildings. Oh, and by the way, you're not going to lecture me and lord me about the skin color or my plumbing down below when I, <clears throat> and uh, you're going to make it easy for me to, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go over there. No, no, Minneapolis, you keep telling us how woke you are and how you're going to have my tire slash and my car stolen and burn down the places that normally I would go. So funny. So funny. Uh, all right. I think we are caught up <clears throat> on the Super Chats. And I think we are caught up. Dre, let's go. Uh, you sent me an article here from N. Volve. Democrats use strippers to target black voters in new video ad. Get your booty to the pole. <laughs> Drake. Oh, come on, Drake. And here's a picture. I got a question for Drake. Drake. Are there any skinny chicks? Like are skinny chicks allowed in black culture? 
I understand maybe you want a booty, but not something you can land a fucking attack, attack helicopter on. I, I understand a little curvature. All right. Hourglass fair. And the woman they got here is fat. And the strippers are fat. Okay, there's one there's one in-shape gal here. <clears throat> Two in-shape gals here. I just... I'm immediately eye-raped with two big fat black asses of women. <sighs> Hang on. Let me read the article. Um, a new video and campaign, campaign released by two Atlanta filmmakers. <laughs> okay, filmmakers. With the help of a GoFundMe fundraiser, instructs black Americans to get your booty to the pole. Yes, this is not insulting or degrading to black people at all. This is what Dre, you gotta here's why I want you to Dre, here's why I want you to do for me if you tune in, buddy. I want you to write an article what it's like being uh an intelligent black man. Like and getting all this like slop thrown at you. Like, hey, you're black, you must be a complete fucking idiot. You must like fat, loud, obnoxious black chicks. Hey man, you must like grills and dumb and, and spinny wheels, right? Yeah, you you yo all, right? I got the formula. You're not a human. You're an NPC. I got your formula right here. Here you go, brother. I just would love like you and uh Walter E and um Thomas Sowell. It's gotta be it, uh, can you imagine Ben Carson? Surgeon, brain fucking surgeon. And everyone like, oh, I'm I'm so oppressed. Feel like, and having some white Jesus Christ woman from the suburbs, like, oh, you're oppressed, and I want to help. We an alliance and a lead. It's like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Get your booty to the pole. Then offers a series of radical leftist talking points popularized by Black Lives Matter in recent months. It's even them selling their own kind down the road. <laughs> As incentives for to vote for lesser-known seats like state attorney general. The video opens to roughly 20 seconds of rapping the lyrics, get your booty to the poll. 20 seconds, that's a long advertisement. While scantily clad black women move provocatively in an exotic dancing poll. After the opening dance routine, the woman began chastising the viewer for deciding not to vote. Did we get your attention? Good, said one of the women, still dressed provocatively before another question. So you're really not going to vote? <clears throat> you know, it's more than just the president on the ballot. Asked to know, hey, black people, did you know there's more than just the president? <laughs> you see how it, do you see how dumb they think you are? You, you may not like Republicans. I get it. You may not like Donald Trump, but Donald Trump ain't like, oh, black people are too stupid that we can't have voter ID laws because they don't get IDs. Black people are so dumb, they don't th they think it's just the president. We just live in a monarchy. Hey, look, black TNA, go vote for this. A district attorney decides who to prosecute, prosecute, including whether or not to go after dirty cops, said a fourth. Before fifth added, do you know who elects the DA? We do, but you don't want to vote. Later in the video, another Black Lives Matter talking point, cash bail, is referenced. Want to end cash bail? What's wrong with cash bill? <clears throat> what if they got what? What are the, What if they want to pay in cash? I'm confused. Asked one dancer to which another replied, "Well, then vote for the sheriffs and the county officials who feel the same way you do." Oh, this woman is looking rough. The two Atlanta filmmakers raised over eleven thousand to create. Yet it looks like an eleven thousand dollar video. 
All right, I'm not going to do that. What's the other one you got here, Dre? Uh, here's a link to Joe Biden ad to get black people to vote. Oh, this is a different one. Chelsea Handler. Oh, yeah, the chill. I think everyone... Remember, the white womans are... They, black men, you are too stupid to know what to do. You need white womans to come in and save you. Chelsea Handler says she scolded 50 Cent over Trump support. I had to remind him that he was a black person. By the way, uh, black men, you don't have to date white women. You, <laughs> if you want to avoid the Chelsea Handlers of the world and all the sanctimonious lecturing and, and bullshitting, um, you don't have to date them. Uh isn't 50 Cent like way bigger than Chelsea Handler ever was? Because uh, he was back in the Bush era, right? He's probably about my age, maybe a little younger. <clears throat> but he was huge. I mean, he he's successful, right? Why would he date some washed up, never been like Chelsea Handler? Uh, Chelsea Handler responded to ex-boyfriend rapper 50 Cent's perceived endorsement of Trump by scolding him and reminding him that he was black. I... Let me. Most people are NPCs. I'll grant you that. But it's an incredible insult to be called an NPC. And that's exactly what Chelsea Handler and largely leftists are doing to you, black folk out there. All right. You're black. Therefore, you must do X or Y or C. <clears throat> All right. Oh, you're black. You have to like watermelon and Kentucky fried chicken, right? Oh, you're black. You must be Democrat. And the reason it's insulting is because there's no consideration that there's a brain there or that you as a sentient human being exists. You know, and, and Democrats do this. This is the, all their entire identity politics. You're female. Oh, you must be a feminist. Well, no, I want to be a traditional stay at home wife. You're not. Well, bitch, it did a traitor. Oh, <clears throat> and if you don't, if black, then A, B and C. But if you do X, Y and Z, you are fill in the blank guys, Oreo, uncle Tom, traitor to the race, whatever. Like you're just supposed to be a robot and have no independent thought or be a person. What if, what if you wanted to vote for Trump? What if you wanted to vote for Joe Jorgensen, who was the libertarian uh, party? I think it was Joe Jorgensen. What if you just didn't want to vote? Like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> just, you better. And the, the ultimate inside, and I know, I know people are going to be brainwashed. When Joe, well, then you aren't black. Well, uh, you see how insult, I mean, we're talking beyond name calling. Okay, take the most anti-gender uh, or group race slur possible. That's just, it's still just a, a slur. It's, a, it's name calling. But to say you don't have a brain and you don't have the right to think or come up with your own opinions or thoughts or heaven forbid preferences. No, I like redheads. <clears throat> and then be called a traitor, a bigot, or you or like, what? Well, then you aren't really you. I mean, it that's like taking all your individuality, your he, even human existence away. Then you're just a thing. You're just a robot. You're just a prayer. And that's kind of what they like. You're sheep. Get in line, sheep. Obey. Now, bah, bah for me, little sheep, so that I might make money and never have to work a real job, which, by the way, you look at Joe Biden's work uh, history, there is none. He played football in college, and he's been a lawyer, or, I'm sorry, a politician ever since. 
And so now you, you know, thank God for you dumb black people. You got a white woman who's <laughs> a, a washed up D-list celebrity. Thank God. Thank God you got her on your side telling you what to think. I had to remind him that he was a black person so he can't vote for Donald Trump, the comedian and television personality told Jimmy Fallon on Friday night to, in response to 50 Cent's viral social media post knocking Joe Biden's tax plan. If he denounces Trump, I might be willing to go for another spin if you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> uh, who cares? I, I know. I, I just... I'm kind of waiting. It's it's so maybe I see it and your average black dude doesn't, but it's kind of appalling and insulting. It's like, are you going to, I mean, it's like getting slapped in the face. You're like, this is like saying, get back on the plantation. Like you should be really pissed off and questioning your allegiances and alliances here right now. DJ <clears throat> oh, after shock. Blah, 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 blah. All right. So thanks there, Dre. Uh, just checking. Now stop, Dre. I would, but I don't want the commies to get me. Oh, well, write it under an alias, Dre. <clears throat> and then say, this is from a black man. And then have everyone say, you can't have those thoughts. Those are not the thoughts we permit you to have. Do you get really who the Nazis are here, guys? I mean, we can't can't have racial jokes. Can't have a, a black who ain't a Democrat. Can't have a woman who's not a feminist. Can't have a guy who just wants to keep his money and not breed it and get a vasectomy and go his own way. Oh, you all got to conform. You almost, it's the Borg. Go watch the fucking uh, Next Generation Star Trek. It's the fucking Borg. Man, they hate free people. They really hate free people. All right, so I can delete Dre's. And Dre sent me a Dre thinks I'm his bitch. Like, hey, read the hey, read that. Uh, here's another one from Dre. Take us off the topic of politics a little bit. Unilad, world's first sex worker university for adult influencers just open. I I'm for this. Let me hang on. I'm gonna let me heat up my coffee again. I gotta slam my coffee. I'll come back. I'm gonna tell you what. Normally, I'm against bullshit college classes. I'm for this. I'll, I'll be back.
All right. The university has been created for sex workers to learn how to be a successful adult influencer. With the likes of OnlyFans growing bigger by the day, adult influencers are building their own business. Okay, it's not business. Okay, it's not a business. Something which may have little or no, they may have little or no experience in. This will no longer be an issue, though, with the newly launched Central University creating a course to teach adult influencers how to craft an influencer persona, how to monetize their fan base, and how to promote the market and market their social media businesses. If that wasn't enough, it's completely free. It's free. Universities charge you about a decade and a half of your labor to attend for a four-year college. This is free. And unlike universities, ladies, 80% of the time, 80% of you, <clears throat> fans only, whatever dis disagreement or disapproval you might have of it, actually results in employment. Maybe not a lot, but some. There's demand for Bob's and Vagine. There is not demand for your sanctimonious, uneducated, inexperienced 22-year-old ass to come in and lecture us about sociology, political science communications. Oh, and English, by the way, for those of you who majored in English, but will never write anything in English. I Really, there's more GDP women are making with the OnlyFans and the social media or whatever all their platforms are than all the liberal arts combined. Guarantee you, if we were to add up GDP, okay, where there's women employed in the liberal arts of the social sciences, Versus what they're making on digital strip media. Guaranteed the digital strip media is way. Gee, you think the porn industry is bigger than, what do you got? What, maybe your social workers? Even then, that's a welfare jobs program. You can't say I have a liberal arts degree and then I work as whatever, as an account manager. That's not the liberal arts, is it? You didn't need your degree for that. Like, there's so little actual genuine economic production and real value created by the social sciences and the liberal arts that it, it doesn't hold, doesn't hold a candle to something like the porn industry, which I don't think is that big. I know it's sexy and saucy and you know, oh, it makes headlines, but I think what, maybe 50 billion get, get Sterling Cooper in on this. He'd probably know. And Oh, by the way, you don't have to put a gun to people's heads. Say, give us money so we can employ these worthless fucking part-time social workers who never saw the fucking social problem in their life, whereas guys cannot throw their fucking money enough at a chick showing her bobs in the jean. I'm just trying to be practical. You know, I'm just pointing. Ladies, I'm sorry, women. Okay, And, and I say this because I care about the women who are tuning in. Right? Men... Do care. Qualify my statement. Men do care about your intelligence. You cannot be an idiot. Men do care about your finances. They want to make sure that your finances. Are Men would like, yeah. If I had a choice between a woman being a professional and not a professional, I prefer her be a professional. But it all pales in comparison as to whether you are physically beautiful or not. That's the number one thing. So we don't care ultimately. It's nice, but we don't care. Do you have bobs and vagine? Is it on a svelte frame? It is. I'm interested. Tell me more. Then you can fill in those other ancillary benefits. But this bullshit, you think your fucking education matters. And above all things, it's not your education would matter if it made economic production and served value to society. Like uh, we had our uh, 
Ashkenazi Jewish agent in the field, Sanu, requesting about this female medical doctor. She is contributing value to society, right? You, you half-tarted fuckwits with your worthless fucking degrees getting employed charitably at the expense of the taxpayer because there's a gun pointed at their head if they don't pay their taxes to create these make-work bullshit jobs. You better than saving the world and helping the children to change your lives. Why is everybody so poor? <laughs> Fuck off. It's not impressive. It's parasitic. And it's it, it, if you want to go make the money, show off your bobs in the gene. Take them in for their money. More strategically, I would say, hold off on it. You're saying, dangle the carrot. Like the Bob's in the gene? Yeah, I like the Bob's in the gene. Would you like to have the Bob's in the gene? Or I, yeah, I would like to have the Bob's. Can I give you money? No. I want you to court me proper. Then I get the Bob's in the gene? No. You have to cut, and, and maybe, maybe you could sample the Bob's in the gene, but I want to. And, and where would we go with this relationship? Well, I want to have kids. Hmm. I want to have kids too with that Bob's and Vagine. All right. Well, then are we on the same page? Well, then there will be marriage involved. And then <clears throat> we'll have children and have a relationship. Not just, hey, guys, which is fine. All right. You're going to make more money than that. Then like, so I did my master's uh, dissertation and how the, the white man is oppressing us again, even though it's in a million. Can I find a man? Where about the good man going? <clears throat> but if that uh, if that wasn't enough, it's completely free. Uh, the new university is in partnership with Fan Central, a subscription-based online platform created in 2017 to help adult film performers and others sell access to their private social media accounts. Why? Because Bob's in the gene is the most valuable commodity in the world. <clears throat> you guys are going to love the intro chapter to this analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. I have got it down to brass tacks, man. I clear out all the bullshit. I say, this is what the economy has always been, is now, and always will be. And it's basically fueled on Bob's and Vagine. But <clears throat> Oh, no, it's your wonderful master's degree in children's literature because you couldn't understand anything higher reading level than that. Uh, the description at the university website reads each course of study consists of a series of video classes and live stream special courses. They'll provide in-depth information about running a successful influencer business. Our instructors will also be available to answer basic questions, provide mentoring, and ultimately create a more in-depth course. Private social is one of the fastest growing businesses in the world. Yes, it is. And we want to help you become financially independent. Unlike traditional schools and universities, central U is free. That, there you go. Go make the money. <clears throat> Fan Central brand ambassador and sex worker Melrose Michaels spoke to Dazed about working in the industry and how the platform helped her. There's a tweet from her. She's an attractive-ish woman. A lot of makeup and all that. She explained, I logged online for the first time on October 3rd, 2011 in an apartment with no furniture. I promised myself I wouldn't log off until I made enough money to cover my first rent payment. I made over $7,000 in my first two weeks in the industry, and I had no plans of looking back. I wonder if the world is trying to tell you girls something. If, if only we could translate this all this money 
being given to us when we show our bobs and vajee? What is the world trying to tell us? Why? What is... I'm so confused. What If there was only a way this could be boiled down to even more basic fucking English that I could take actionable steps in my life to capitalize on. I just... If only there was some masterful economist who could translate price signals into actionable items. By the way, ladies, uh, this young woman is thin and good looking. That's like 90% of the work. I know. I I just talked about not getting upset about politics and I don't control it. I have no delusions. I should not get upset about telling women to get thin. Why don't you get thin? Why don't you gals get hot? What? What's the what's the big hole? What? I know. I know. The food is just so much more rewarding than love or sex <clears throat> or the monies. Uh, Michaels is now one of handful of people teaching at Central U. I want. I should have her on. Uh, the online university held its first event on Wednesday, October 7th, called Creating Your Own Empire. <laughs> then you go the other extreme. Your empire, I guess, I guess it's marketing. I'm a businesswoman. I have an empire. It, <clears throat> I understand. I understand. I've seen this before. Go to Seeking Arrangement and read about what it is for the women. That, that is some of the best writing. They hired somebody who flunked out of seventh grade English to write that because it is so brilliantly. It's the best b- b- uh, bit of propaganda I've ever seen where they basically take us like, no, this is prostitution. What's no shame in it. Go do. Okay. Libertarian, knock yourselves out. You're, you're adults. Do whatever you want. <clears throat> they actually make it empowering. Like it's almost a religion. Like, like it's this crusade and, and you're on, it's like, fine. I, I but it's just, I understand that's how you got to sell it. You're going to build your own business. You got to be an empire, an empire. <laughs> yeah. Tiddly Magoo showing her bobs and vagine. I equate that to the, to the Roman empire, to Alexander the great conquering all of, all of the known world to the, uh, to the, what was it? The, uh, the Genghis Khan. Oh, but yeah. Empire, the Aztec empire. Yes. The U.S. oil empire. Uh, she said, it's strange to think of any adult industry without a comprehensive source of education. But in the online adult industry, its absence was striking. To really succeed as a sex worker online, you need a pretty big skill set. You do. You need to know the IT and the, the internet and uh, hooking up the equipment. Uh, you also need to, this is where Chad Elkins would come in. Uh, you need to know the finances, what you can and can't write off. Filing your taxes. <clears throat> People think it's just looking pretty, but it's a business. Marketing, brand management, photography, videography, editing, accounting, hair and makeup. Okay, this is, I'm I'm increasingly pro this. You have to be able to do it all, especially now. And here's another thing. This is actually helping the women. If you don't have to outsource your accounting or your IT to a guy who's going to take 80%, which is what the, was it one of the take guys did? You get to keep the majority of your money. Michaels teaches courses on business marketing, modeling, and content creation, and says teaching on the course means she can give she can give back to an industry I'm really passionate about. <laughs> the brainwashing is always there. I could give back to the community, 
or the industry I'm really passionate about. Oh, Jesus. Even when there's progress, they, they fail to see the wisdom. They fail to learn the lesson. <sighs> Malcolm Grant. I don't think we've had Malcolm Grant on before. Thank you, Malcolm, for the five bucks. I'm 18 and black from Chicago. And first, thanks. I'm glad I found you at 16. But also, some of us really like the big girl. <laughs> okay, man. You're like, all right. Ha ha. But everything else is spot on. Okay. Answer me this. I understand you like a little junk in the trunk. But when you start seeing the cottage cheese cellulite, that's what was. Do you really like that? I mean, I'm kind of happy that you do because then there's less competition for what few dwindling hot chicks, in my opinion, there are. But I can't see a man, forget black, just I got a penis, you got a penis. How in fuck's name do you like that? (laughs) We're all in the penis brigade here, right? Okay, well, what the fuck, Jones? (laughs) Do you mean, did you... uh? Find me through like uh, Marcus or Vince or any of those guys down in Chicago. But uh, anyway, I'm glad you're you're satisfying those women over there. Uh, DJ Aftershock, where's your McMansion in North Oaks, dude, man? My wife tells me to vote left, so I do what she and my little princess at Carleton College wants. <laughs> oh, God, I can't. <clears throat> I view it as a revenge, DJ, uh, of all these sanctimonious, pain-in-the-ass, arrogant Twin Cities suburbanite princesses I had to suffer and slog through. Um, to not only have their dads be lectured by these women that went to St. Kate's or Carlton or St. Olaf, uh, and now that these, you know, that they're all married, these women are just as harpy as their mothers were. There's no happiness in the suburbs. And now, you have to be a little older than me, but there's guys my age who are married, and, and not yet, but they're about to send their precious little daddy's little princess off to some fuckwit college. And they're going to come back and lecture these spineless, ballless sacks of fuckwit wonder. Uh, even out, out west, uh, Dean Phillips got reelected. All right, in the Minnetonka, which DJ might know, but for those of you, that that is where the Republicans are. But I guarantee you, all the Target shopping soccer moms went out. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's their own personal level of hell. Where these guys, And they're stuck. See, that's the thing. I get the fuck out of here. I'm out of here. These guys have to stay. In these good schools, you know, chill. Heaven forbid you uproot your children. Yeah, because their fucking fourth grade friends are going to be forever, right? They're not. That's not going to switch out next year. You know, oh God, I don't want to interrupt our precious widow children. Their education, oh, might might cause a disturbance. Then you wonder why your kids live at home at thirty, are still collecting money off of you. Oh, because you never brought them up under a little bit of rough and tumble. So I'm very proud of uh, DT. <clears throat> blackbrigade.org by the way he says we're moving we're out of here and he followed my advice he moved out to south dakota and the kids are fine his children are fine or i don't know how old are his kids i don't even know if they're 10 maybe they're 10 whatever the little kids they didn't need therapy <sighs> they have a mother and a father 
They have a nuclear family. I wonder if that has anything to do with their relatively stable children's. And the kids are fine. Oh, but the oh, they're in they're in tap jazz and ballet. Oh, but my son really likes hockey. I can't pull him out of school, and my parents live near. Oh, you fuck! Yeah, fine. Chain yourself. Chain yourself. Lock yourself in. Put yourself in the Minnesota prison. You can't go anywhere. <clears throat> and then look, see, and here's what's great. You think at 18 they're going to be free? Fuck no. I'm going to go to Carlton. I'm going to go to St. Kate's. I'm going to go to U of M. They go locally, and then they have to come back home during summer. You are stuck with them until they're at least 25. Meanwhile, that puts the guy at about, at minimum 50, more like 60. It's over. The Minnesota man is done. He is stuck in the Minnesota prison for the rest of his life. <clears throat> no gallivanting about, no going down to Vegas or Florida for winners. And then, and you're doomed. You are doomed to stay in Minnesota. You know why? Because then they might have grandchildren. And I want to have Christmas with my parents. And the school's in a They grew up in this home. Oh, that's another favorite of mine. I'm seeing boomers do that. My children grew up here. Yeah, 20 fucking years ago, ladies. Sell the fucking thing, downsize, and get the fuck out of here. <coughs> and goodbye. Oh, do Minnesota men even exist? Are they even alive? Are they even real? Oh. <clears throat> There's Malcolm. All right. What else we got? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Noah, for two bucks. Minnesota still voted left even after. Yeah, I knew that was going to. Yeah. You cannot under. Okay, Noah, you cannot underestimate two things. One, how stupid Minneapolitans and Minnesotans are in general. And two, how self-loathing Minnesota white people are. They absolutely hate themselves. Absolutely. Scandinavian guilt, they just hate themselves. And so I knew at this, it's, that's why I'm not too, oh, darn. <clears throat> well, they voted left again, you know. Again, never underestimate the power of white women from the suburbs who shop at Target, Okay. <laughs> You, the, the Minnesota husband is really the plow horse. You guys have got just what a beaten plow horse he is. No say, no balls, no spine, no testosterone, just a state full of male pussies. Okay. That's Minnesota males. Okay. Oh, I'm sure there's some good old boys and cowboys out there. I put most of the, yeah. Uh, DJ Aftershock for five bucks. Don't you know, Clary, we voted Biden since we a guilt. Oh, don't you know there, Clary? We voted Biden since we're a guilty, don't you know? My wife, Elsa, lives in the Wyzetta to go to the good school, so don't you know, Clary? Parents, the schools, the children. Shut up. <clears throat> James G, five bucks. Which order do you rank these states? Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia for, oh, now you, now, you, okay, you're doing multivariable analysis here. I, I can't, 
women's cities, healthcare, finance, housing, growth potential, and state government. All right, I'm just going to ballpark it here. I would go in preferential order, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Ohio. And the reason Ohio is dead last because they have the state income tax. Or, I'm sorry, local, <clears throat> local income tax. Uh, but I don't know if Pennsylvania has one is, uh, either. And uh, weather plays a heavily into that. Women, healthcare, I haven't analyzed those. I don't know. I do know my favorite porn star is from North Carolina, I believe. Um, but that's because she's a conservative. <laughs> Actually, doesn't have much. She's good looking, don't get me wrong. But it's like, wow, conservative. All right, tell me more. Uh, here, Tim is, where to go? Tim is right. Not all Minnesota women are cucks and plow horses, only 98. Right, exactly. Most men in Minnesota are Lester Burnhams, and they never have their awakening. They, they never have their awakening. All right. Uh, let me do a little bit of sponsors very quickly here. If you want to help out the show, go to olderbrother.com slash donate, and you can help out several ways. One, you can make a donation through PayPal. That's the first link on that website, and you'll get nothing for that. Then you can go to my Subscribestar account. That's the second link there. Uh, or you can go directly from here, subscribestar.com slash Aaron Clary. And when you donate to that, you get access to the Road Trip Podcast, a bunch of writing, uh, including saying it's the future of wealth. Now, the book, it, it came out book, essay. Here it is. So if you want to have the actual physical book, here it is. It's just a short one. But you get this for free online. <clears throat> we don't get it for free. You got to pay anyway so you get access and then mary's joe's pinups and all that so you get a little bit of something for that and the third way is the amazon affiliate program do all your amazon shopping through that i get a four to five percent commission or cut you don't pay anything extra and so just bookmark that olderbrother.com slash donate and there you go and body boo boo to b better bachelor check out uh joker's channel better bachelor on youtube uh that is an absolute must i uh watch every video he does also, take a look at redpillmenshealth.com, kind of the health sector of the Red Pill community. <clears throat> Turf Flinging Monkeys, 13 Rules Not to Be a Fucking Cuck, available on paperback, Kindle, and I think audio. Yeah, it's audio. I listen to it audio. It's a pretty good introductory book uh, if you're new to self-respect. The later chapters get a little bit where I would disagree with him, um, just to forewarn you. Some interesting thoughts there. I don't necessarily endorse it. But the first seven chapters are, are uh, helpful. Terrence Pop's Killer of Killers. You can find Terrence Pop also on BitChute as well in his book, Killer of Killers. Pretty good. Not political or anything like that. Just a good sci-fi kind of detective whodunit, the death world type of uh, book. Um, 405media.com. If you want to listen to another podcast aside from me, go to 405media.com. Academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your college papers for you since everything is online and most of your professors and teachers don't give a flying fuck about you. Why not not give a flying fuck about them, especially when it comes to classes that have nothing to do with your degree, but they're going to force you to take it anyway because somebody's going to employ all those worthless Marxist, piece of shit, parasitic fuckwad, liberal arts and sociology majors. 
<clears throat> so pay Alex and his team to write your papers for you. Outsource it. Like smart corporations outsource stuff they don't want to do. Outsource the shit you don't want to do at academiccomposition.com. What else? Push a grubber downhill. The book, the website, and no longer the podcast. Uh, Piggott took down his um, SoundCloud podcast because they're sending him too much Black Lives Matter. And oh my God, we just love the black people so much. And look at us, we care so much. <clears throat> We've committed to holding a session to maybe uh, hold a meeting about potentially, maybe theoretically committing some resources to Black Lives Matter over the next 20 years. That stuff, if you ever read the fine detail, we've committed to donating this amount of money to black communities over 20 years. So like 30 cents a day, what do you... Uh, anyway, so uh, SoundCloud, who was hosting his podcast, got a little bit too woke. He's like, I'm out of here. So he will maybe start it up again. He doesn't know, but check out his website and his book by the same name, Pushing Rubber Downhill at pushingrubberdownhill.com. Blackbrigade.org, I already talked about DT. Check out the Masculine League Geek. The goddamn bacon.com. Uh, Jack Napier and Rob Says uh, on their YouTube channel, their podcast, Red Evening. Noncommunistsciencefiction.com. If you want to read some science fiction that's not communist. Bunkerbasics.com with Bunker Bob. Bunkerbasics.com with Bunker Bob. Shows you everything you need about prepping and survival. It was funny. I had on my to-do list, load up magazines. Cause I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what's going to happen. And you don't want to be like putting bullets in a magazine <clears throat> when, um, when the shit hits the fan. And I have like, I kind of rotate my bullets out of different magazines cause you don't want to compress the spring. And so I, I opened up the case and I had two magazines. They were both already full. I'm like, oh, I must've predicted something. I'm like, okay. So I actually took them out, let the springs, you know, decompress and I put them back in. <laughs> So I was all ready to go. Anyway, check out uh, BunkerBasics.com. And uh, he's the resident expert on prepping and survival and all that other good stuff. The Science of Mastering Women, written by Linda Gross, a PhD in psychology. She did some kind of analysis, kind of akin to analyzing the ROI of the pursuit of women. Um, so there's, it, it's more practical. I know psychologists are bullshit, all right? Psychology profession is bullshit. Uh, this doesn't mean she didn't do bullshit. She did bullshit work. This is scientific and mathematical. And if you want to get the girls, get every advantage you can and go get the science of mastering women by Linda Gross. <clears throat> Linda also has a podcast. And so it's pro men. So you can take a listen to that. And she's a nice gal on top of it. I've talked to her. She's a very nice gal. What else? Uh, where'd it go? Here we go. All right. And we have two new sponsors to the show. Uh, God darn it. Here it is. Uh, the path, I got a book right here. God, all this paperwork. Uh, the path to happiness, the road to freedom. Right there written by Michael Seacrest. Where is it? Where's your name, Mike? I know it's Mike. Oh, there it is. Michael Seacrest. Uh, and I'll just read the back of it. Have you ever wondered why so many people seem so unhappy despite living in such a technologically advanced world? Do you ever ponder what makes people truly happy? Do you feel like something is fundamentally wrong in the world, but you cannot quite explain what? If so, the path to happiness, the road to freedom is for you. From explaining how freedom fundamentally produces human happiness to outlining a means to achieving that freedom in our personal lives, to providing a framework for building a future society that incentivizes human 
to live their freest and happiest lives. This book can help you not only understand, but articulate how we can build a better tomorrow. Uh, I've read it through it. <clears throat> it is very thorough. It is good. I don't know if it will apply to everybody here uh, because you guys are kind of down the philosophical, existential point and purpose of life rabbit hole. But if you're a younger man, especially or woman, uh, and you don't understand economics, uh, especially at the micro level, like you're still kind of like, well, why do people do these things? This is a really good book to introduce you to the concept of microeconomics, individual decisions, and how individual decisions lead to overall society decisions because, well, we're individuals, but society is not the compilation of individuals. And then he goes like the, there's three parts. And the, the third and final part is a world of what could be he talks about like a, an American revolution, not like in the French sense, but another one that would be practical, not just resulting in people being guillotined and then a dictator taking over. <clears throat> Some to consider, uh, I would say for the younger people out there, if you're older people, yeah, you can read through it. It's not going to hurt you. Um, but this would be for your under 30 somethings, or especially if you haven't, if, if you have a, a lacking foundation in microeconomics, this would be a very good book to start with. So there's that. And then another one, Fragments of the Game by Rick Aureliano, A-R-E-L-L-A-N-O. I'm going to put his website in the uh, in the chat room here because he has his own website. And you can go get the book there as, as well as you want. <clears throat> and you know what? I will just put a link to the book in as well. No, come on, Clary. Get it together. There we go. I need to go to that internet digital girl school so I can learn how to post <clears throat> um, links. Uh, he wrote a book called Fragments of the Game. Uh, the book stands as an innovative quick read, thoughtful and cautious account of the pickup art. Fragments of the Game is around 120 pages long, starts by exploring seduction as an archaeological idea and pickup as an infinite game. It gives a few key points about the origins of the pickup artist and narrates some personal events and brief how-tos of discovering and applying game. The central point of the book revolves around the ability to find the short-lived and the more permanent ideas on pickup, which we know is in declining popularity. So I, I talked to him a little bit. I said, what? So you went back and looked at all these different pictures. Did you follow where they are now? He says, not so much, but what he did, he went back to the olden days. You know, this is almost coming 20 years ago with whatever the move or the, what the game or the rules or whatever it was. Um, and he kind of took away, all right, what worked, what, what doesn't work. He got rid of all the stuff that was, um, uh, either, uh, what's the word I'm not flash in the pan was uh pop was, uh, popular was fleeting. And that what was more fundamental. And now he's boiled it down into like the fragments of the game. What does and does not work. What is time tested versus what is a, a flash in the pan or, or trend. Uh, in general, one extra thing to point out is the narrative avoids touching the left and activist forces of today. Instead, it goes subtly by pointing in the right direction towards an old sense of game. And so, it, yeah, it's not about the feminism or the womans or <clears throat> the, the war between the sexes. This is more of a practicum where it's like, okay, here's what he's dissolved it, what has stood the test of time. It's basically the standard black tuxedo, you know, or your standard black suit. Cary Grant wore a standard black suit. James Bond wore a standard black tuxedo, right? And now, oh, wow, it's still in fashion. Ladies, standard red dress, still in fashion. 
big bobs, long hair, hourglass figure, still in fashion. So I kind of actually do want to read that because I'm kind of curious. Uh, anyway, so you can find that. The Fragments of Game, <clears throat> uh, Amazon.com. Pirate Book Takedown. Uh, this is not going to be for most of you. Uh, I'm going to put this in the comment section as well. Um, this guy, uh, I said, hey, he reached out to me. He's like, hey, I can found your books online for, for free at different pirated websites. I said, yeah, I don't have time. He's like, well, I could go take a look. I'm like, you know what? You give me a list and do that. Okay, I'll pay you for your time because I just don't have, I, I really don't have the time to do it. It, it kind of like, you know, pisses me off where it's like people steal your shit. And, uh, and it was it was shocking how many places were offering it. And then it was also shocking how many places had to take it down because it really is just simply sending a DMCA notice. And there's different websites out there <clears throat> that know exactly what they're doing. And then once you send it in, they're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll take it down. And that actually accounted for the majority of them. And so uh, it was absolutely worth my money. So if you're an author or a music producer, any kind of art, and you want to uh, not deal with this, but have this taken care of, go to piratebooktakedown.com, talk to Doug, and he, yeah, he's got two basic services. He, he contacted me, he says, I want to make this a business. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll promote you. And so he'll compile a list, and if you want, he'll go and, and uh, do the DMCA disclosures and notifications for you. So it's just, it's a real nice thing. I told Rolo about it. I'm like, hey, go check out this guy. So if any of you happen to be out there, uh, get that. What, what, who's this, who's this guy? Who's this guy? <laughs> uh, let me make sure I'm not losing. I don't want to fall behind. DJ Aftershock. I hope Don't You Know is gone from the lexicon. That's also a Wisconsin thing. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. The competent man, five bucks. I may go buy some farmland in South Dakota or Canada. I was going to do it later, but maybe sooner now. Competent man for another five bucks. One good thing about this election is that prior to this, I would have felt bad when my hyperinflation trades went wild. Now, fuck them. I, your skills, your property, <clears throat> your stocks, and precious metals, or even I'd say cryptocurrency, those are all hedged against inflation. Okay. I don't care how much money. Here's why I don't care who wins the election. Trump printed off a roughly $3 trillion. What's Biden going to do? I mean, I get to do any worse than that. I, I don't care that there's an R. It, it, it's, it's done. I'm oh, I'm done. You know, and so when they print off all this money, <clears throat> because money printer go burr, and because there's free shit. Hey, everybody, free shit. And these dumb motherfucking people. Oh, by the way, if dumb motherfucking people, have you guys heard of this book called How Not to Become a Millennial? This is very important. It's going to be a very important economic Aside from student loans, the number one expense millennials have is their rent. <laughs> Let's just be honest. You guys don't own houses. And why don't you own houses? Gee, did you vote for the nice, polished black gentleman who said free shit? Yay, free shit. The nice, polished black man from Chicago said free shit because that's worked wonders for, uh, <clears throat> what, communists, the Venezuelans, the Zimbabweans. The poverty-stricken inner city, ads yeah, that's done wonders. Look at the empirical success, free money. 
Anyway, you all voted to have money printer go burr. The money, <clears throat> yes, it went to lend out to your student loans. It went in, went just straight cash payments to people for free shit. It went to military contractors. It went all over the place. But you know where it went after it first went to the military contractors or the welfare recipient or the perpetual student who now has their doctorate in bullshit studies? It went to the bank. And when it goes to the bank, <clears throat> banks then lend the money out in some only key areas. Things you can't pay cash for. Cars, tuition, health expenses, and real estate. I forgot what the fifth one was. What's happened to those prices? I wonder if they, oh, they went up. It's like Obama almost printed off four times the amount of money. Now, admittedly, Bush was doing the same thing before Obama. Then uh, Bush had, had two terms. That was it. And then Obama came in. So I'm not terribly faulting Obama all on this, but he did make money printer go burr. Right. Trump did the same thing. But under Obama, the money supply almost increased by 400, four times, 400%. Right? What happened to stocks? What happened to the housing? What happened to tuition? It went up too. A dirt. I love how you millennials all have your fucking college degrees, which presumably meant you took economics, micro and macro. <clears throat> And you don't understand how printing off three times the amount of money results. Now, when you come out of college, not only your tuition going up, but why is rent three times the expense? A darn. Hey, but money printer went burr and you got free money. You're just giving it back in the form of rent and interest on your student loans. But you so smart. You so educated. You're the millennium most educated generation ever. Hey, Gen Zers, you don't want to become like those fuckwits here. Get this book. I not to become millennial. <clears throat> I mean, it's like the, the most amount of empirical proof ever of how not to do things. Like how, how literally the millennial generation is the, the, the script, the instruction manual of life of how not to do life. The opportunity for success could not be any more laid out on a roadmap. You just take what the millennials did, you did the opposite, and you'll be like billionaires. Legit ones, not Zimbabwean ones where money printer go burr. Yeah, I love all these guys now. I make six figs. Yeah, well, soon everyone's going to make six figs. Mark my words, by the time I retire, the average person will be a millionaire. We will. Not millennials because you don't buy housing. <laughs> you did it to yourselves. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so competent man, yes, you. As long as you got trades, that will go up with inflation. Uh, you know, if you got a house, or real estate, that's going to go up with inflation. What else? Uh, your stocks. I mean, those, everything goes up and down, but over time, that'll go up with inflation and precious money. Any tangible asset and certainly any income or dividend producing asset will go up in value over time. I'm sorry. It won't go up in value. It will go up in price. The number of dollars we've printed off relative to Bitcoin, global supply of silver, gold, global supply of gold, how it, that will go up. But never say that the value of your house went up or the value of your silver went up. The price went up. The value did not go up. 
And that's investing in America. Because money printer go burr. The competent man, five bucks. I want, I find that I only want to work now as many hours per week as possible after all this BS, wondering how long the dopes could keep fumbling around. Um, <clears throat> keep working and get a little offshore thing going on. I'm really big into that. That's going to be going forward in the next five years, what my plan and project is. Just just to hedge against idiocracy. That really, that's really what it is. Do you want look? We're on this boat. And this boat has been floating around for a long time, for 50 years, all right? And some people have died off this boat, and some people have been born on the boat. And the people being born on the boat and being raised on the boat are getting dumber and dumber. And soon this boat is not going to be able to function, right? It may happen in my lifetime. It's not going to happen tomorrow. But we're getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And and I'm just like, I don't want to be on this boat no more. I'm going to get a little lifeboat and get off of it. Because soon this boat's going to be just a bunch of fucking fuckwits who can't even patch a hole in the boat, let alone keep the engine going. You know, and then th- this group of people on the boat is going to blame that group of people on the boat. Why they they have a not a perfect view on the boat. I mean, the, the petty infighting that's going to happen on the boat. Fuck, I, I don't want to be on the boat. I don't want to be on the boat. Drop me off at this island. And then all the dude bros from the Carlson School of Management. Dude, bro, you couldn't hack it in the States, man. You couldn't hack it in the States. Hey, 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 hey. Skippy, Peppy, go back to sucking dick at Cargill. When your wife divorces you and takes you for half because you thought she was cute and had the bobs and veggie, just shut up. Just enjoy your boat. And when you can't move because... Say hi to your mother-in-law for me. Uh, James G, five bucks. How do you ensure employees are motivated? Have you fired someone? I've never employed anybody. You're a fool. Speaking of the boat, do you want to employ people on the boat? (laughs) I wonder why they outsource as much as they possibly can to stable traditional cultures like India and Asia, although India is part of Asia. I wonder why we do that. Maybe it's because Zhang or uh, Rahul, our good buddy Rahul, our East Indian agent in the field, I wonder if they show up on time. And I wonder if they bitch and whine about oppression or uh, institutional discrimination. Or do they just do their fucking job and give us the product? What? what? Um, how do I ensure employees are motivated? <clears throat> I make it very clear, clear to them day one, I will fire their asses if they don't do exactly as I fucking say. If I had to. If I had to tolerate employees. Have I fired someone? No. Oh, well, I guess I did. I guess I did fire like two builders that had their heads up their asses. Uh, what did your favorite bosses do to not only motivate you but inspire <clears throat> The bosses didn't lie to me about the job. We're talking two bosses maybe. Okay, two. Um, they didn't change my job. Now I'm talking like within a month, like, Oh, we hired you to do this. Oh, now we're changing it. Oh, don't do this. They had a job ready for me to do. It was like, well, I think we need someone. Oh, we don't know how you're really going to fit in here. You'd be amazed how many jobs are like that. And then the, basically they got the fuck out of my way. They just got the fuck out of my way. If I needed something, I could go on and say, I need this. 
okay, we'll get that for you. And these weren't like, oh, I need a $10,000 computer. I'm like, it would really help if we had this data service. <clears throat> but that's so far and few between, so far and few between. But the, the big one is they got the fuck out of my way and let me do my fucking work. And then shit got done. Um, and the other thing is they gave me the clear mission, tools to do the job. Get the fuck out of my way. And um, that's why I like, you need something? You need resource? Here's the standards. You must meet these standards. I don't care. Another, I don't care if you do it from home. You do it from the fucking moon. Get the job done. It'd be very hands off. But I, I wouldn't employ anyone because of the legal risks involved. Guess what I'm gonna hire? Guess who I'm gonna hire? I wonder if I'm gonna 1099 somebody overseas. Wonder if I'm gonna hire somebody from the 1099 superior race. You what are you kidding me? Hire a W-2 employee in the United States and owe myself to all that fucking legal consequence and law? Not to mention compliance costs. Go fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. I never start a business. I go, hey, you guys happy here in Mexico if I set up a factory? Cool. Cartel might. Might be some bribery there. Jesus, I'd rather bribe the cartel than deal with fucking Karen and HR. Nick Schlossmacher for five bucks. Hey, Clary, it looks like it's time for a good cigar and some scotch. I know. What happened? Did, did Trump seed the election? I don't know. What happened? If... Nick, if I look this up and we don't have a president yet and you you honey dick me, I'm going to be pissed off. Okay, we still don't know. There's there's nobody knows. What? I'm going to go to the scar lounge. I'm going to sit around and do nothing. Are you in town, Nick? Text me. Competent man, five bucks. Even though I put on hyperinflation traits last year, I never really thought it would happen. Now, RRD, it's only a matter of time and how fast. Right, doesn't matter. How much money did we print off? That's the number one thing. <clears throat> Your tax rates? You guys haven't paid the real tax rates. From Bush on, basically Clinton's the last one where we had kind of a balanced budget. From Bush on, we've been running deficits. And we money printer go burr. Especially under Obama. That, he's the one that kicked that off. But then Trump continued it out. I don't care anymore. I don't care. Miguel Angel can see his two bucks. Biden, worse than Trump, Trump challenge accepted. <laughs> I... I know, I know. M2 PG4 for 10 generous dollars. Thank you, M2. The world in this country went to hell. 12 years ago, we were in a totally different place. Life was more fun, less stressful. Make some money and enjoy the decline. Yeah. It really is the people, though, too, M2. It really is just like I this crazy gal. Like, you cannot... It, the majority of people in society don't have to be a bunch of turds. Just a certain amount of them. Right, it just takes one turd to ruin the punch bowl, and there's a critical amount amount of feces now in the society of the of the punch bowl of society. Where I'm like, I don't want to participate in this society anymore. You know, it's just like I was watching this this poor guy getting yelled at from a Karen, from from a from a from the product, not a byproduct, the product of the past forty years of K through 12 education where she's like actually thinking she's discriminated against for something that I'm not going to mention. Cause I don't want to identify these people, <clears throat> but stereotypical, a true NPC fat in his face. I'm like, is it rational to do that? 
Like, do you actually think you're being discriminated against? It was on some that it made no sense. Like, if you were going to be discriminated against, it would be on some. It's like bad things happen. It could be an accident. It could just be you're a bitch. Immediately goes to discrimination. It's like, wow, there's a critical mass of you people that actually believe everything is a bigotry or conspiracy of some sort. It couldn't be that you're responsible for behavior and action and maybe you're an asshole. Maybe you're a dick. Maybe you're a bitch. Maybe people just don't like you for that. Or or it wasn't malicious. It was truly an accident or something, you know, innocuous. And, and there's no reason to get upset immediately. Anything that something's not fair in life, oh, it's because of an ism or an is like, up, oh, done. I'm out of here. Off the boat. Off the boat. No, I'm off the boat. No, I'm not drinking from that punch bowl with the turd. I don't care how far the turd is down there. It's still in this same punch bowl. I'm out of here. But yeah, even 12, man, I remember the 80s. Oh, the 80s were great. Everybody liked each other. It was wonderful. Women were still relatively thin. Competent man for two bucks. It looks like it'll be weeks before we know. I know. I know. I just don't. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, did I get everything? Jingle Geek, $5. If I give a vasectomy and never marry, does that mean I can have a living girlfriend or is it too risky? Uh, it depends on the state you're in. Uh, you got to worry about uh, what they call it, common law marriage. Uh, I wouldn't, <clears throat> I, I, I mean, it depends on if you like the girl or not. Yeah. All of you, you want all these policies and procedures. It's like, well, what about the girl? Speaking of individuality, if you've got a great gal, I have nothing against you moving in with the gal. You know, go ahead. I mean, there's good gals out there. They're rare, but they're good. So don't, don't like, you know, there was this kid in the United Kingdom and you could see he was playing it by the rules. We got a great gal. And I kind of started giving him guff a little bit. He's like, I got a problem. I'm like, what's your problem? Got a really cute girl that likes me. I'm like, oh, no. A really cute girl that likes me or likes you? He's like, yeah. Oh, she really cute? Yeah. Well, what's wrong? Well, you know, I don't want you know. There's marriage and risk and all that. I'm like, oh. But then she cooks for me, too. I'm like, no. A good-looking girl who's nice to you and cooks for you? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that bitch. I bet you she's good at sex. Yeah, she is really good. Oh, what a what a bitch. How dare she be nice to you, be good looking, cook for you, and like you? What are you gonna do? Like, oh baby, date her, dude. What it happens. It happens. There's good girls out there. <sighs> so you know, don't fucking Christ, Django, go have some fun. Wait till you, if you find a girl, fine. If you don't, then worry about it. You're you're, you're kind of like, what kind of drink should I order on my next first class airline flight? Wait till you get there. Custom audio, five bucks. Does it really matter who the president is? Not anymore. No, no, because the Republicans have proven their, especially Republican presidents, they'll spend us into oblivion. They'll rack up. Go look at where the debt came from under what administrations. Go look at it up. All right, am I even going to get to what I want to talk about today? I had an agenda. All right, I could delete Dre's email here. So that's taken care of. All right, I could close out of that. 
I could close out of that. Let me go to the thing. Uh, businessbuyeradvantage.com. Go there. Talk to my colleague Dave before you buy a business. Please go there. Talk about academiccomposition.com. We did that. We did that. I don't need to talk about the D&D &D as a college thing. <clears throat> good news. Let's go through some good news. Things I'm thankful for. Okay. I'm thankful that I am not the angry lady who lost her fucking shit. Uh, thinking the world is out to get her. I, I cannot emphasize this enough because I know she's a leftist. <clears throat> Sanity is the future of wealth. These people on the boat who have everything bought and paid for are still pissed off, thinking the world is out to conspire against them. Please, for God's sake, get this essay. It's a short, not book, it's an essay. Um, if you're angry with the world, please get this. And I'm thankful that I am not that angry lady because I don't know what her day-to-day -day life is where something that is very likely an accident or misunderstanding had her lose her fucking shit. I'm also thankful I'm not her husband. <laughs> very thankful for that. I'm thankful it's a beautiful day in Minnesota. I'm going to go to my cigar lounge and write, but I'm also going to go for a nice run. It's going to be a nice, beautiful day. And I'm just going to sit and chill at the cigar lounge <clears throat> uh, after my run. I'm going to write. It's going to be calming and relaxing. I'm just going to. <sighs> thankful that the book, I think, is going to be very successful. Maybe not profitable. It's going to be successful. I think it's going to help a lot of you guys out there. If any women were smart, they'd reverse engineer it. Be very helpful to women, too. But it's a beautiful day there. <clears throat> Going to go for a run. Enjoy the sun. Enjoy my cigar. Uh, another thing I'm thankful for, and this is what I talked about before, all the errands wrong, a dark, a dark, a hurt, a hurt. The nobodies. My minimalism course has been successful. We had 11 sales this month. Uh, that was, thank you for everyone who took that. Uh, some came from other, uh, of course, I was uh, promoting it on different channels, but I had uh, four of you guys sign up through me. And so thank you very much. And again, if, if you're interested, I do a seminar on minimalism. It's through teachable.com. It is not available now. I only do it limited times per month, and I will not be having another class open until 2021, January. I'm going to skip Thanksgiving and Christmas because <clears throat> I also have to work on, on other stuff. But... But as I do my victory dance, because it was successful, and all the other, dar, 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 he's trying to sell fiscal responsibility for the price of 500 bucks. Who's going to pay for that? F fiscal responsibility isn't worth $500. Oh, my God. You know how you save the money? If you, you don't spend it on the $500. Oh, really? But then you still have the biological visceral compunction to spend more than you make? Oh, I wonder if you spend 500 bucks. That might give you the incentive to get your financial act together. And then if it'd be worth 500 bucks to have adequate savings by the time you retire, maybe you should just not do that and keep spending more than you make and rack up credit card debt. Nah, 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 never mind. Never mind. You don't need that. Anyway, um, the nobodies, as predictable as it was, were wrong. And so I was very thankful. I made some, some pretty good money on it. I don't know if I'll do this every month. You, know, you don't want to flood the market, but I was very thankful. And what I'm going to do with my proceeds, in part because I'm going to hedge, I, I think there actually is going to be some inflation coming. 
and it's not just going to be in asset prices. Um, I've always wanted, like when I collected coins when I was a kid, the one wheat penny you never had was the 1909 SVDB. You never had that one because there was only like half a million printed. And then there was always the really sought after ones like 1955 double die. We're being really geeky now. And the three-legged buffalo nickel. And uh, I'm looking. Uh, I am definitely going to buy the 1909 SVDB wheat penny. I may even get the 55 double die and the three-legged buffalo nickel. Uh, more, more for hedging, but also I've, you know, those are the ones that you wanted and you could never get as a kid cause you were a kid and you had $10 and then the guy would look at you and you're like, but I want the three legged Buffalo nickel and you'd work hard and you still wouldn't be able to work up the money to fight. It. And to quote Lester Burnham, <clears throat> these are the coins that I wanted since I was the child. And now I have them. I rule. And I think I'm going to get them. I think I'm going to get them. And then um, either sell them down the road, I guess, because you can't take them with you. I just like to own a little bit of nerd history, you know. And so with all that, I'm going to and it's a good hedge against inflation. I think I think it will hedge against inflation. <clears throat> and you'll like the piece of furniture. I'm going to buy the coin I've always wanted as a child. I'm not getting a Ferrari, by the way. All of you who claim that, oh, that's not being a minimalist. Oh, you mean with your $600 a month lease payment on your car? <laughs> yeah, I could I could buy three months. I'll buy all three coins. And what you're, and then you still have 2.75 years on that lease, huh? Okay. okay all right. So I'm going to have a little bit of fun. And then also, uh, <clears throat> I'm also thankful that my book, is coming along very fast. I banged out the two chapters pretty well and they're very well crafted. And now it's just, I take the PowerPoint and the data and the slides and boom, 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 boom. It's more going to be doing a book report. I might make it on my late November publication date. I might make it on that soon. So I'm very uh, thankful for that. Um, There's a, there it is. I was wondering where. Let me make sure I didn't miss it. I, I feel bad when I missed the Super Chats. <clears throat> uh, Dresden for 12 bucks with an Archer uh, character. Some Red Pill men like Modern Life. Uh, John left the States. Got any suggestions where to go? I don't, don't have a degree, but I got 32 in the bank. By the time I'm an old fart, it will be Neo-Brazil here. Uh, I'm, that's what I'm working on right now. I have a spreadsheet. Um, if you're willing to pay some money, you can go to Sovereign Man, pay them. But what's funny is they're in Chile. Not that it's their fault that they couldn't predict that their country would vote 75% to like fuck up their country now. And like, well, you know that constitution that resulted in Chile being the most successful South American country? Yeah, let's get rid of that. They're on their own boat. Uh, I would look at Belize. And, and I've said this before, culturally stable places. Not necessarily low tax. Not necessarily booming economic places, but culturally stable. You know, this is where Thailand, I think Thailand has roughly the same tax rates as the United States, but you know what? The Thai ain't going to like bend over backwards and let me fuck them in the ass. They're going to remain Thai. Um, maybe India. I don't know. India. Maybe I've never really looked at India. I got a buddy over there. Uh, <clears throat> former Soviet bloc. The Baltics are interesting, but it's cold. It's cold outside over there. And so maybe you go down to Greece. 
you know, where all the communists live. Uh, I, and this is where I got to go do my research. I got to travel around. And don't worry, I'll report back. When I find something, I'll report back for a price, for a price, because I'm going to incur a fair amount of expenses on this shit. It's not like you could travel for four months in, in overseas and not have it be too expensive. Uh, but Dubai maybe, but that's transient. Um, I don't know if you can really stand the culture there that long. People get homesickness, people who've been there for a while. I'm, I'm, I'm probably leaning towards Asia just because they keep their shit together. The Chinese want to be Chinese. The Japanese want to be Japanese. The Koreans want to be Koreans and the Vietnamese want to be the Vietnamese and they all hate each other. <laughs> Maybe they got some jokes that could go to the racial or joke book. But uh, yeah, I got to find out where I want to go and I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. I just also just kind of hate Americans. I'm really, I'm looking back, you know, I'm old enough now. I look at most Americans and I either don't respect them or outright hate them. Everything from psychopaths in school, um, you know, forget left, right. It has nothing to do with it. Like most people in this country are fucking worthless. They're weak. They're soft. They're spoiled. Um, they're all out to stab each other in the back and get everything out of each other as much as they possibly can. The psychotic sanctimonious virtue signaling everyone, like the religion of politics. I, I just, I just can't stand these people. I really, I really Ice knows two bucks. Brazil is the trophy winner for the most so-so country. I don't know. It's, it's multicultural. You got that, but they seem to keep it together. Um, it's solid second class or second world. You got the favelas, which is, you know, you wouldn't live there, but there's some nice places in Brazil. We've had some agents in the field from Brazil. They're nice people. Big enough you could travel around. I had a guy send me some pictures where he's motorcycling around Brazil. I'm not against it. <clears throat> I just, well, I don't want to learn Portuguese is another thing because you can only use that in Brazil and Portugal. Boo, 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 boo. All right. Um, let's do some news that isn't political. Uh, this is from Cortez, Colorado. Speaking of Cortez, Colorado, how we- rescue workers saved 28 hikers in two hours near Silverton, Colorado. The Ice Lakes Trail lures thousands of hikers every year to this high plains destination west of Silverton in the San Juan Mountains. When So when a wildfire broke out last week, cutting off access to the trailhead for dozens of people, rescue workers knew they had their work cut out for them. A behind-the-scenes look at the emergency response show how split-second decisions helped save the lives of 28 hikers and three dogs in little more than two hours. That's, is this nice news? This is good news. You'd be amazed how hard it was to find non-political Non-bad news. It was just quick decision-making and risk management, said Dennis Fogel, a forest aviation officer for the U.S. Forest Service. The Ice Lake Trails is one of the most popular and heavily used in the southwest Colorado area, which starts at an elevation of 9,800. <laughs> and climbs a couple thousand peaks to two turquoise alpine lakes, Ice Lake and Island Lake. That sounds like a lot of no oxygen. The Alpine Lakes are commonly featured in the best hikes list of Colorado and shared on social media on any given day in the summer. Hundreds of people make the trek to the lakes. All right. 
We're on 11.30 a.m. October 19th. Hikers on the Ice Lakes Trail spotted what appeared to be a fire and immediately tried putting it out by hand. <clears throat> Said Gilbert Archuleta, chief of the Silverton San Juan County Fire Rescue Authority, but the hikers quickly realized the fire about seven-tenths of a mile up the trail was growing out of the out of control, and they would, wouldn't be able to stop its spread. Instead, the hikers rushed down the mountain in search for a cell phone to service 911. Call came in, but a boo, air tankers based in Durango was notified of the area half an hour later. Oh, yeah, people are taking pictures. More than 20 hikers are trapped above the fire. Rachel Light Mueller, who is about to divorce her husband, who is from Boulder. Oh, there's a shock but has been staying in Durango was on the trek up to ice Lake with her daughter. The couple smelled smoke, but they started their hike around 11 AM, which at the end of the day, someone was a campfire, bada, bada, ba, bada, bada, ba. Some great pictures of this. Yeah. Here, you don't want to put this in the chat room. This is pretty cool. <clears throat> so there some real American hero work. Safe. Oh yeah. You can even see the switch. These are some really cool pictures. If you're, maybe I'll go do this. Next time I'm out Southwest Colorado. So there's that there. Uh, also from Cortez, Colorado. Native American ruin northeast of Cortez gets permanent protections. The Hainye site will be placed in conservation easement. Uh, a Native American ruin northeast of Cortez is set to be placed on a conservation easement, ensuring its protection for years to come. This is a really important place, said Susan Ryan, archaeologist with Crow Canyon Archaeological Center. In the 1980s, the Heine family discovered on the property and started excavating a massive network of kivas, great houses and pit houses, as well as other artifacts of Native American settlement. Almost immediately, it became clear this ruin, now called the Heine site, is a major settlement for a large number of people and held many unique qualities when compared to similar locations across the four corners. Yeah, so this is where that Canyon of the Ancients and its much more inferior uh, National Park, Mesa Verde National Park, which you should not even bother with. Just go to Canyon of the Ancients. Um, yeah, man, the Utah Indians were all over. So you could see uh, petroglyphs and you could see the adobe huts. Uh, it's, it's just a hell of an area. That Cortez, Colorado area is a hell of an area. Uh, <clears throat> Kellum Thorgmorton, also an archaeologist with Crow Canyon, said the region was inhabited by Native Americans starting around 600 AD, but the bulk of the building likely started in the 800s. The Heine site appears to be one of the most northern reaches of the greater Chaco Society, which spanned an estimated 250-mile radius from the ancestral Pueblin settlement about 60 miles north of Farmington, which is now part of Chaco Coulter National Historic Park. Okay, so that is <clears throat> Farmington. Is that New Mexico? This is one, one of the most substantial villages. So, Thorg Mar Morton said of the Haney site. The site is one of a number of densely populated villages around Cortez, the largest of which, of course, being Mesa Verde National Park, which sucks, about 10 miles southeast and home to hundreds of cliff dwellings. Ryan said, however, that Haney and Mesa Verde represented different time periods and don't resemble each other, but she said there's a cultural continuity between the two settlements. Yeah, and here they, they got a whole this is, you guys gotta go to Cortez, Colorado. It's really neat. It's a really cool place to go. Um, so we have that there. All right, any other? No, I don't want to read that. 
Nah, I don't want to read that. I got to get going. I got to get my work done today. We've done enough goofing. We have goofed around long enough. You've goofed around long enough. Okay, we can tell me where that's from. Uh, all right. Benevolence. New guy here. Thank you for the $10. Hybristophilia is in which sexual arousal to a partner known to have committed an outrage, cheating, lying, known infidelities, or crimes such as rape or murder, known as Bonnie and Clyde syndrome. Oh, isn't that just called being a bad boy? <laughs> Hybristophilia. So that's just like everybody, right? Everyone likes the bad boy, right? Is that? Oh, the cynical. Hey, Doc's in town. Oh, what's, up, what's up, Doc? We could go. <laughs> A week ago today, Aaron attended the Shiver at the River. Yes, I uh, I was over in, um, yeah, what is it? Yeah, I was. This, Yeah, me and uh, Chad and uh, Doc, we all met up over in the Wisconsin Dells. So we were there as well. What do we got here? Uh, wish my motor, oh, why am I getting a notification for a Super Chat donation a while ago? All right. I think that's it. Um, let us close with the great merciful Corona Chan prayer. <clears throat> Everyone, bow your heads. Dear great merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth, the teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessings come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. That's it. Save that. No more super chats. Ba-da-ba. And we're out of here. Toodles. <laughs>